episode of This Square Room. My name is Jonelle. I'm Des Wayne. Des Wayne, my friend. How are you doing today? I'm hot, hot, hot. I don't know what's going on with this Toronto weather, but I, I like it. Oh my gosh, it's so frustrating. It's it's that time of year. Oh my gosh, so funny story. Last Friday, I was out running errands. 8 a.m., I was freezing. I had to turn on my heated uh, seat in my car, <laughs> had the heat blasting, I was in my winter jacket. Mm-hmm. Okay, came home for a little bit, had to go back out around noon. Noon, I'm like, okay, well, it's cold. I wore my jacket. I looked like an idiot. idiot. It was so hot by yep. noon. And um, like I had to like blast the AC in my car. Like I was <laughs> I was like, what is happening? It's literally yeah. I mean, listen, I'm not complaining about the warm weather, but like this this drastic change is too much. I I like it in a sense because it's still breezy sometimes, but I'm I'm not with this. It's the ch- it's the changes. Cause it's like, how do you dress? You don't. You don't. You just don't leave your house. You bring a little bit of everything or bring nothing? All or nothing. Yep. Very fair. Um, How are you? Oh, my gosh. That's so nice of you to ask. I have to. I mean. I don't have to. I appreciate it, though. You're welcome. I'm okay. I feel like I've been very productive recently. You know? I've just been, like, super busy, so a lot has been going on. But, like, it's good. It's good to feel productive and to, like, I don't know, feel like you're getting shit done. That's good. Yeah. Um, today I actually have a little surprise. For me? Uh, a little bit for you. I mean, you know what it is, so not yeah, really. I know. But, um, mostly for our listeners. Um, now, the, the real OGs know that technically our first official guest on this square room was none other than Des Wayne. It was you. Jeez. Um, you did not start out as an original host, but you were a first guest. But that's what I'm like... Now that you're a host, like, I don't know if you really count as a guest. No. It was, it was more like your, your audition, your yeah. tryout. <laughs> <laughs> um, so today we actually have our first official guest okay. on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and I am super, super excited to talk to this person, to interview this person. Um, you know me. I am obsessed with TikTok, yeah. and that's how I know her. Like, she is a TikToker and makes amazing content, so I'm super excited for that. She has her own Vancouver-based delivery company that employs trans POCs, and she informs and entertains with her stories of being a sex worker. She is a vivacious and beautiful social media personality with over 100,000 followers combined on her TikTok accounts. The first being Jasmine Drives, where she shares her experiences of being a delivery driver. The second being a shitpost account called Jasmine Shits that features a fan favorite series called Jasmine Fucks, where she tells stories while sitting on the toilet. Um, And a gaming account called Jasmine Games Official. So... Des Wayne and everyone listening, please help me welcome Jasmine Khan. Hello, Jasmine. Hello. Thanks for having me. Of course. Thank you for being here. Um, so I want to find out from both of you because Halloween is right around the corner. It's it's next week. Um, do you guys have plans for Halloween? Uh, Jasmine. Yeah, Jasmine, you're the guest. You um, go first. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Um, my Halloween plans are just gonna be driving drag queens around the entire night. Uh I Fair. run a little side op where I have like a basically an underground Uber, but it's just for drag artists in oh. Vancouver. And it's, I'm booked literally for 48 hours straight. There's oh parties happening yeah. around the clock. I mean, 
people are coming in and out of town. I have one queen coming in from New York at two o'clock in the morning for like a 9 a.m. brunch. It's like, oh my God. We, we got a lot of, of work going around. I will not be participating in any of the activities or actions. I'm just going to be working through it as I should. As I mean, fair. Live in the city, you need to work yeah. instead of play <laughs> yeah you know what's funny i think that vancouver is the only place in canada more expensive than toronto so <laughs> yeah. we don't envy Tell you about it. <laughs> no, not the slightest were you like born and raised in vancouver yes born and raised uh in vancouver it's funny enough i ended up moving one block away from the hospital i was born at um oh nice kind of blows my mind like I now live in the downtown core um, and I happen to have been born at the instead of like the women's and children's hospital like just the weird janky hospital in downtown <laughs> um now I live next to it it's amazing I hear their sirens all night all long the when they all you know, the time go. yeah it's like we're not only the most expensive we also have like the most opioid opioid overdoses in the entire country so oh, people uh, are it's just sirens constantly I kind of hate it I was definitely surprised when I came out to Vancouver at how many homeless people there were. Just because, like, you know, in, in a city you're used to it, but, like, I don't know. I guess I thought, like, Toronto would be one of the, the worst, worst cities. Yeah. Or, like, I don't know, like, Calgary or something. Yeah. <laughs> no shade to Calgary, but, like, I don't know. I always thought of Vancouver as, like, having it a little more under control, so that was definitely a shock for me. We did a decent job. Um, I say we. Um, the <laughs> previous previous municipal government, uh, in their attempt to like keep it as far away from possible as the touristy areas, they ended up um, pushing all of the unhoused people into residential areas and like low income neighborhoods. And so, yeah, it kind of sucks that those are the neighborhoods that also happen to have a lot of like fun underground clubs yeah. and like queer spaces and things like that. So, um, yeah, like I, I'm. Fortunate, but also it's kind of sad that I live in a neighborhood now in downtown where um, they've even gone so far as to install purple um, street lights uh, because purple light does not show your veins um, if you were to try to shoot up on the oh, side of the street. Oh, so, interesting. Yeah, I live in kind of like a, yeah, that's the thing they're doing across the entirety of Vancouver now. All the tourist areas have purple street lights. Um, all the high-end residential um, apartment buildings all purple street lights around there um, wow. buildings. even like the alleys have purple street lights interesting i actually didn't know that yeah that's crazy yeah soon um, i think toronto's gonna adopt that but vancouver was so against admitting that they did that to stop people from shooting up in alleys that they were like oh it was just a mistake a mistake <laughs> that we we ordered another two thousand bulbs but it was totally just a mistake yeah a mistake <laughs> that we keep making <laughs> yeah literally does <laughs> any Halloween plans? Um, I'm not a Halloween person, to be honest, but uh, my girlfriend does want to go to a party, so we are going to a party on Saturday. Okay. Um, Which one? Oh, God. It's called Madhouse in Pickering. Oh, okay. No, yeah. that's not where I'm no. going. Oh, where, you're, where are you going? Um, my friends and I are doing this event. It's called, I think, Smoked T.O., um, it's like a, it's like a queer friendly space and it's, um, it's a place where you can like literally smoke weed indoors oh my God. and like, I don't know. So we'll I see. And like you dress places. up and stuff. Why? Because if I want to smoke outside, not everybody wants to be smoke. I mean, but that's the event. So like, you know, you at least know what you're getting into. Like yeah. I don't smoke, but like, I'm not going to be alarmed when I'm like, why is everyone, what, what do you call it? in your face. Balling up, rolling up. What uh, is it called? Balling up. <laughs> Can you tell I don't smoke? Yeah, but that's that's my plans. Are you um? Are you Dressing gonna up? No, I was gonna say you're gonna go trick or treating with your kids. Oh hell no! Why? 
Why? Hell no. Jasmine, he has a 13, 14? 13-year-old. 13 13-year-old and, and a 10-month-old. Yeah, yeah, and a baby. Yeah. Oh, he was dressed as a pumpkin. It was disgusting. Your son? Yeah. The baby? I'm, I'm disgusting. assuming not the 13-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> um, hold on. Let's see. Let me see. Jasmine, can you see this? Oh, there's glare. Um, oh my god. See, I don't like That's that. That's adorable. That is cute I for everyone I listening. Like is he's a little pumpkin in the leaves? I don't like that. <laughs> I think my child looks like an idiot. Death. That's child <laughs> oh abuse god. as far as I'm concerned. Oh my god, I can't with you. He had no say in that. He, that's child abuse. That's all I know. Yeah. Okay. Dramatic. <laughs> Very dramatic. Um, okay, so let me ask each of you. Okay. Um, you and I have Halloween plans. Jasmine, you're booked and busy. But what has been your craziest Halloween experience? Um, Probably in 2016, I spent a lot of money recreating Beyonce's um, outfit from the Super Bowl uh, where she was a guest on the Coldplay show. So oh my god, shut up. Like, Black Panther outfit. I had a, my designer custom create the entire outfit head to toe, except Beyonce was replicating the Michael Jackson um, outfit. And it has these two like metal chains that cross over her chest. Yes, I remember. Um, yeah, and the thing is, I don't know how to recreate those chains. <laughs> I couldn't find anything. I didn't know how to remake them. We like were looking at all these like high definition close up photos, and it we turned out turns out it's like a twenty thousand dollar like chain link, individually oh, handcrafted thing. Uh, each of them is took like three hundred hours to make, and I was like, I need to do this for about forty five dollars. So <laughs> what's the closest that I can get? Uh, so we went to Party City. And we found like um, ammo strips, yeah, fake yeah. ammo strips. Okay, and yeah. And I spray painted those gold, put them across my chest, and I was like, maybe people will understand the reference because my hair was Beyonce, it was blonde, and it was all the big blown out and everything. The makeup looked right, the outfit was right. I had everything looking perfect. I go to my this big fucking party, and it's Vancouver, so there's no people of color there. It's just, like I'm one of like three, and we all hang out in the back, and we're like, what's up, Pedro? Um, but. <laughs> walked in immediately two different people said oh my god sexy militia sexy militia man come on come on hugo suarez like <laughs> chavez that was what it was <laughs> hugo chavez. Oh my god. and i'm like no this is beyonce babe and they're like really <laughs> which part <laughs> yeah <laughs> i was like okay and i literally just took the chains off and i like the the belts of ammo off and i'm like i'm done i'm going home that was two people in a row both white thinking yeah. that i was a sexual militia person even when i took those off people still had the same thing they're like oh my god militia oh my god you're like you're like a warrior a little sexy warrior <laughs> that literally reminds me of was this maybe 2016 as well or 2017 where i went as gamora from guardians of the galaxy and i did like the full green paint i spray painted a wig i like cut up a shirt and all night i got she hulk she hulk are you she hulk and i was like no <laughs> yeah so i feel your pain on that one definitely i would that literally was okay fucking fourth grade i 
did not dress up for Halloween at elementary school. Um, none of the cool kids were doing it, but I did wear an orange shirt to be festive. My favorite orange puffy um, fleece sweater mm-hmm. going to school right off the bat. A kid comes up to me and he's like, oh, nice costume. And I'm like, I'm not wearing a costume. He's like, you're fat and wearing orange. You're a pumpkin. Did you did you punch him in the face? Oh no! I threw him down a flight of stairs the next year. Okay, okay, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. You're like, remember what you said to me last Halloween? I hope that your shin broke. Like, <laughs> sorry. I got suspended for one day because I was like, it was I worth it, bitch. Yeah, <laughs> I like showed it. my principal my diary, and I'm like, today Colin harassed me. <laughs> like, I fully made up the diary though. Like I like literally. No, because you know what's coming next, so you have to. Literally, yeah. I threw this kid down the stairs because he pissed me off. He was my bully, and then I was like, Oh, oh totally I need justified. Some type of proof. Yeah. I literally went home <laughs> the entire night, like with this old notebook, and I was like, Okay, every day I have to change up which hand I use to write. I have to write something stupid here. I have to miss a couple days. Yeah. Okay, criminal minds. Entire... What? <laughs> Yeah, like, literally <laughs> came to school the next day. They're like, yeah, you're going to be suspended. I'm like, no, no, no. But look, he was my bully. Here's my diary. And they like start <laughs> reading through it. And I put super embarrassing things in there. Like one of the things I was like, today I licked a banana like it was a man. Like I <laughs> fourth grade. <laughs> like, like I have to be as gross as possible. Yeah. That they're going to believe that this is a real diary. Yeah. And it worked. One yeah. day of suspension and it never made my permanent record either. So, oh, my God. Good. Ladies and gentlemen, that is, is that kid commitment. Who was in the hospital for like three days. <laughs> Listen, don't mess yeah, with Jasmine. Yeah, that kid. <laughs> yeah, really don't mess with me. Um, I'm like, fast forward, an adult, 40,000 screenshots on my phone. I'm like, I got receipts. Receipts. <laughs> receipts. I'm one of those people who never um, deletes text because I'm like, you never know. I can pull up what you said in 2014. Don't mess with me. <laughs> See, I don't delete text because oh. I like to read it back when I'm lonely. Yeah. Does. I know people have been using vanish mode on Instagram recently, and I figured out the way to get around it. Like <gasps> spill, so. tell us. You just you gotta you know, maybe just like swipe out of the app, and then just like slowly swipe up on your phone where it shows a preview of the message from the app that was uh, open last. Does that makes any sense? Yes, yeah. it and does. You can screen record, or you can screenshot yeah. it with the notification. Okay. Yeah, yeah my friend, sense. another a TikTok personality this morning sent me a nude, and I was like. Babe, don't send that in Vanish code. I know how to screenshot that. <laughs> like, go ahead. Go ahead. Nice. Show everybody my titties. I'm like, okay. done. <laughs> and she was surprised because she thought that I was bluffing. And I'm like, well, here's the screenshot. She's like, get rid of that. Get rid of that. Get rid of that. <laughs> like, don't send me your titties if you don't want them on the internet. <laughs> uh, I don't really have any Halloween stories because I don't do Halloween. So Never? Um, I've gone oh. trick-or-treating. But... I was like seven. Um, I've never dressed up. I've never. You've never dressed up. Never. Now that I think, about, I've never not seen you dress up. Not even as an adult. The most. Didn't you actually, host the Halloween event I hosted last year? Did you not dress up? Then? All I did was buy, um, you know, those masquerade masks, mm-hmm. and I didn't even wear it. Oh. Yeah. Boo. Yeah, I'm not a Halloween person. <laughs> there was one year. Um, I. Th- think what did i dress up as probably like cleopatra or something that one was nice oh thank you um but yeah my friends and i went out and we had plans to go to this specific bar but it was like i don't know we got there the music wasn't great like the vibe just wasn't really good so we 
walked to a different venue and it was just like rainy and cold and like we went to a couple bars had a couple drinks but it was just kind of like a flop of a night so we were like okay we're gonna walk back to um, our friend's car who was the dd for the night so we're all just like walking the streets of toronto um you know walking talking back to where she parked and we turn and we're like where is let me make up a name i'm like where is tina our friend has just vanished and we're just like what so we have to like trace our steps but we're like half like running slash speed walking looking for her we see her up ahead hand in hand with a stranger and we're we're like tina tina what are you doing and she's like huh she's you know a little buzzed at this point i don't want to say she was wasted but she was drunk and she was just like what are you talking about he said i should come with him i'm like he's a sh- like what do you mean you can't just go with a stranger no and and i he wasn't wasted but hand in hand with a stranger <laughs> i trust him let me tell you you know um as we how do i say this she's the friend who gets taken more often than anyone should be taken when she's drunk like oh i'm kidding (laughs) (laughs) literally though like people are just like oh like come with me and like when she's been drinking she's just like okay she's like the friend who's like i'm off on an adventure and we're like no you can't do that no so that was probably one of my craziest experiences because we literally had to hunt her down, find her, and take her back from. And she was just like happy to go with us, happy to go with him. She was just happy to be there, but it was it was a mess. <laughs> Tug of war, whoever wins. I mean, I guess, like, yeah, because he was kind of like he was he was insistent, but we were like, "What do you, sir? What? He's no." He's trying to get his dick wet. Duh. Yeah, but like, also, who just walks up to someone on the street and is just like, "Come with me." Like, I wonder how many times that's worked for him. You've done that? Oh. <laughs> like, I mean, I, I have been known when I'm in a mental state uh, of just perversion to go up to just random guys and be like, you look like you have a big dick. Do you want to show me? Like, See, I think that's different, though. That's different. Just like a, just literally grabbing someone and saying, come with me, though, That's I feel like that's way different. Yeah. I mean, it's also different when it's a guy with a girl as yeah. opposed to like a girl being like hi show me your dick I'm come totally with me exactly <laughs> the minute you say hey the guy's like yeah i'm down <laughs> and i'm yelling no stranger danger <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah so um jasmine i had mentioned that you um on your tiktok you have amazing stories that i am a huge <laughs> fan of aka your jasmine fucks series um, yeah. uh, would you? I've been doing everything but fucking in that series. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> um, well, every time that I post a video where I talk about actually getting fucked, they get removed, and I'm like, okay, well, you know what? It's it's Jasmine slurps now. I'm sorry. Like, yeah. it's. <laughs> I'm surprised though, because you're you're very like censored while still giving all the tea, but like you're you're very. I don't know you how to say it in it. a way that it's yeah. not TikTok friendly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. TikTok friendly, yeah, as yeah. friendly as you can be, talking about sex on TikTok. You know, <laughs> um, literally, I try so hard, and that was kind of the joy of that series when I first started it. Was um, yeah, like okay, I can't say dick, cock, and balls, so I'm just gonna have to say you know, banana, eggplant, and corn animals. dog. Corn dog. Oh. I don't. I don't like that one. I don't <laughs> I like, like corn one. dog. <laughs> Uh, corn dog, that's me when I get fucked by a brown guy. Um, like... <laughs> oh my god, that's hilarious. 
Um, okay, I want to know what is your worst hookup experience? Worst hookup? Um, I uh, oh, there's so many that I can think of. I've talked about <laughs> a couple horrible. of them in my yeah, like I, I talked about a couple of them in my videos. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think the worst happened. This was years ago. Um, and I uh was thinking about this the other day because I was like, should I make a video about this? Mm, probably not. Um, I had this guy, I, this was before I was like just hooking up willy nilly. I was like trying to actually date at this time. I was like maybe 19 years old um, and I lived alone. Uh, so I met this guy on OkCupid. He was kind of cute. I was like, yeah, kind of boyfriend material. He was like, yeah, let's go on a date. So we went out, saw a movie, got some tea, we went back to my place. We talked for hours. Eventually it moved to us kissing. We got to the bedroom. Wait, how explicit can I get in this room? As much as, as you much want, as yeah. You want. Yeah, you're good. You're okay, good. work. Love that. Uh, we get back to my bedroom, and I don't know. Usually, I like turn off the lights uh, when I have a guy over, especially back then. I was super self conscious about my body. Now I'm like, you know, I'm fat, so we're just gonna accept it. <laughs> um, but yeah, like for some reason, there's something in the back of my head that's like, just keep the light on. Just keep the light on, babes. Like you don't have to like suck this guy off in the dark. Like you know, you like him. He's been on you the entire night, so. I can feel him. I unbuckle his pants. I pull them down. And then he, this thing whips out. And I say this thing because his entire dick was covered head to toe in warts. And I'm sorry, what? Literally? No. <laughs> I, it was like, he was a white boy, like a pinky red head. And you just saw splotches around the entire thing going from head to bottom. And then on the actual tip itself, there was like little scabby like splotches. And I'm just like, what? Like from afar, you probably wouldn't notice. You'd just be like, oh, that's a textured dick. But like when you were up, <laughs> when it's in your like, face, <laughs> when it's in your face, about to, you know, about to eat that, you're like, oh, this is, this now is I not... understand why the British call it spotted dick. Like it <laughs> just turns out it was just chlamydia. Um, but, <laughs> or something. Oh um, it but... just turns out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I literally was just like, I didn't even get to touch, like, I'm lucky I still had the long nails back then. I, like, grabbed it with my nails, and I just kind of inspected it, and I was just like, you have an STI. He's yeah, like, no, 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 no. Uh, well, the thing is, he's like, oh, no, 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 it's just, it's it's been like that for, you know, a couple months now, and it doesn't burn that bad, so I think that it's fine. And I was just like, that bad? Sir, it shouldn't be burning at, at all. all. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> this is not a Sean Kingston song, okay? We are not fire burning on the dance floor. Like, get this thing into a doctor's office immediately. Um, and I just literally like looked at him and I'm like, please get your pepper dick away from me. Like, <laughs> it looked like like literally a bottle of white pepper, just all weird and beady. And I was like, no, go away from me. Um, Did and you I just see literally him again? Was like, you need to get this. I, I, I just said you need to get this checked out. Um, get the fuck out of my house. And he was just like, that's fair. That's of course that's fair what imagine if he was like no no trust me it's fine it's like good. no You're good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah no I, I that's the thing he was like yeah, he knew that it was coming i don't know why he had the balls and i just like literally like i remember him walking down the hallway and there was like a picture of my grandfather in the hallway and i just looked up at him and i was just like thanks for reminding me to keep the light on like <laughs> oh my gosh yeah wow I do you I think it was would have like gone you down with that guy without checking yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh! It's like well, in that situation, like that. Then that that was the first real instance of like me being like, "Oh, this is me face to face with an STI." 
Um, so that was like the first real scare. And I was like, yeah, 18, 19. So from that point on, every single guy gets like a full visual inspection plus like, tell me your last sexual encounters. Yeah. Tell me like if you're having any issues, burning pee, blah, blah, blah. Like when is your last test? Can we get you tested before we hook up? Like things like that. That's fair though. Yeah. But it's crazy though because people will try it. They'll be like, yeah, like this guy, like, oh yeah, it's been burning, but not that bad. I should be fine. Like it's not fair to put other people at risk. So good for you for like staying on top of that. I think more people need to do that. Like there's no shame in being like, no, like have you been tested? Are you good? What's going on? Like, you know. Did you hook up with them later on? No, but I did see him um, about a year later at a grocery store. He was with his girlfriend. Um, and I went right up. Because I, I beelined to him. Because, like, later that night, he had messaged me being like, you know, you're such a fucking prude. Like, you're such a bitch. Like, you're so rude about my dick. Like, how you, how dare you be so disgusting and rude to me about, you know, my personal issue. And I'm like, that's an SDI block. But I saw him at a grocery store a year later with his girlfriend. Went beeline for him and I'm like oh my god insert name here it's been so long and I was like playing if I was like touching his shoulder I was like oh my god you look so good it's been so long oh we had and his girlfriend is like getting super jealous she's of like, course so she's just like excuse me how do you know my boyfriend and I'm like oh do you want to tell her or should I tell her <laughs> do, do you want to <laughs> and I just he's literally beat red like this guy That's could have crazy. been he could have blended in with the tomatoes, truly. Because he's looking at me and she's like, um, oh, we, we, uh, we, we dated. We dated. I'm like, no, 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 no. We went on one date and then you <laughs> pulled out your chlamydia covered dick. Oh my God. And <laughs> tried to get me to suck it and then got mad at me when I kicked you out of my house and then called me a bitch and a bunch of other slurs. Did you want the screenshots? Because I probably have them on my phone somewhere. Um, <laughs> and then I just looked at her and I'm like, did he ever tell you that he had STIs and STDs previously? Did he ever mention that? And she's like, no. I'm like, when was the last time that you got tested? Oh and my she's God, like, I love it. Um, and I'm like, you know, a lot of STIs, STDs and HIV can be dormant in your body for up to six months before you actually start getting symptoms. <laughs> I would have just walked away if I was him. I would have to leave immediately. Oh, no, that's the thing is that he was just like, I think this is enough. I think that you are being ridiculous. You need to leave. And I'm like, okay, okay, see you later, Pimple Dick. Have a nice day. Like, literally, <laughs> literally, see you later, Pimple Dick. And it was like, nice to meet you, Bridget. Bye. And I just see the look in her face. She's holding a fucking baguette and like some oranges. And I could just see her wanting to smack him upside oh, the head. Oh, for sure. Like, for sure. You know that drive yeah. home was There was no drive home. There was no drive home. I would love to be able to no, fly on wasn't. the wall. She made him take the bus, for sure. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> I feel like you love that story just because, like, you're super petty. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's my kind yeah. of story. Like that. Des is like, that's no, I'm, my I'm, girl. Be yeah. petty. Yeah. <laughs> so petty. By the way, Bridget, you yeah, look like... so cute. Vaughn. <laughs> love your shoes. Oh, God. I really should have. That's, like, the next level. I should have been like, you know what? I don't got an STI. You might. Try that. I've only done that once where I've, like, hooked up with a guy um, and then he... I had one situation where I picked up with a guy. He found out that I was trans like a few days later because my face was plastered on the newspapers across the entire city because no I like, was leading a trans. Um, I was like the spokesperson for the Vancouver Parks Board in their trans acceptance campaign. Oh, okay. nice. So I was on the front page of every newspaper, the Metro, the 24, across the entire province. And this guy who I had blown a few days earlier messages me like 
belligerently like how fucking dare you you're ridiculous you lied to me you raped me i'm like no I no I gave no, you a sir. no sir you very much enjoyed it yeah, you um, wanted yeah. it again <laughs> have fun um uh, and he's just like look at this shit look at this shit and he sends me a screenshot um and it was uh a picture of him like you know with this thing and then a screenshot of like the craigslist ad that he had responded to and he's like you don't fucking identify yourself as trans on here and look at this you're on national news talking about being a transsexual man and i'm like that's not how that works um and, yeah and yeah it was it was it was really funny because um i a few months later had run into this girl on an app and i went out with her a couple times and on her phone i saw pictures it was her brother that I had blown. Oh, so I literally shit. hooked up with this girl. And then I was like, oh, my God, you know what we should do? We should totally take pictures of us together. And took pictures while we were engaged in some acts, sent them to him the next day. So he literally got pictures <laughs> of his sister, sister getting eaten out by me. I just me <laughs> winking at the camera the entire time. <laughs> ah, sucker. Jasmine, your pettiness <laughs> I, is on another so level, and I love it. Oh, I'm the worst. I sent him the text message with the picture, and then I sent him a text message being like, what's your dad's number? Literally. <laughs> I love it so much. <laughs> I would have went for yeah. mom first. Mom hits, mom hits close to home for guys. Oh, God. But it pumped out both of those kids, and they were honestly not that good in bed so i can only imagine that the <laughs> blueprint was not that good i mean that is fair like, the dick was wag the pussy was you know it was a taco yeah a fish one but it was a taco, okay. um, taco. not a fish taco no. <laughs> so i um obviously i've been a fan of yours your tiktoks for a while and when I'm showing Des your TikToks, I'm like, okay, you can't watch this one because I want to ask her about it. You can't watch this one. So there's a couple that he has not been able to see. I have not given him permission. <laughs> so I would love for you to share one of um, my favorite stories because I feel like like your sex life to me reminds me of like like a porno in like a good way. Um, the dentist oh, story. <laughs> yeah, oh the dentist God. story. I'm like, this is something that I could not fathom actually happening to me. Like, this is something like you watch on a screen. So would you mind sharing? Hold on, before um, you share, I just need you both to understand, I was at the dentist this morning. Oh, you were? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, literally went to the, so oh. my, my, my dentist's so you, mind so is fresh. you got a feeling this yeah. morning. <laughs> <laughs> I was in. Okay, I got it. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, uh, okay. So you want to like literally retell the story or just give like a, no, uh, I feel like the people who are going to listen to this hopefully have listened to the videos if you haven't but check me out on tiktok um but yeah it's um basically went to the dentist had a last minute appointment because i had a toothache or something i don't remember and that vividly anymore i should have rewatched the video before i did this oops <laughs> um but went to the dentist it was the last appointment of the day um it was literally just me and um the dentist and um his dental hygienist assistant person who was working reception and she had to go run out early because she was picking up her kids. And I was, and the dentist was like, okay, that's fine. I'll just close up. Just make sure you lock the door on the way out. She's like, okay. So she leaves. Now it's just me and my dentist in the entire dental office alone. And he's just, you know, there working on my mouth. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> and I, like, things that I didn't include in the video was um, at one point he had, like, pressed down on one of my gums and it felt like, 
painful, but it was like a good pain. So I kind of made noise, but it came out as a moan. Which, in my defense, whenever I get like a toothache or like an inflamed gum, I'm pressing on that thing the entire fucking day because I love that pain. Mm-hmm. Um, but oh my yeah, God, I can't I, like, I kind of like, you, yeah, I don't know. I'm weird about like, I don't know. Or obviously, mouth stuff is my thing, so <laughs> pain. Um, but uh, yeah, like I kind of moaned, and I, I remember seeing him like look at me like, oh, okay. And then he did it a couple more times, and each time I like moaned a little bit more. Um, and then. I think that's what kind of turned them on a little bit. Like at one point my hand, like they were like on my chest and then I let them like fall to the side and my hand hit something and I was like, oh, oh that was that a little, that was, was that a tool? Was that one of your <laughs> dental tools? Um, <laughs> and I, I like reset my arms on top of my belly. And then a few minutes later, um, he kind of moves a little bit farther down um, next to me and I did it again, let my arms fall to the side. This time, unmistakably, the man was sporting a denture between his legs. And, uh, (laughs) 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 but, uh, yeah. And I, I just remember making like eye contact with him as I continued to move my arm, like up and down on top of his (laughs) bum. And, um, yeah, eventually he like, and this goes on and I like, don't, I don't think I really talk about this in the video. This goes on for a while. Like, he fully finishes up my entire mouth while getting slowly jerked off through the pants. Like literally. Oh, really? <laughs> like he had to finish filling everything. He was having to cure everything. Like as he was sitting there with the UV light in my my tooth, like trying to fix this filling um, that had cracked. The entire time, I am fully just like gripping on and stroking him through his pants. And then literally the second that he is fully done, he doesn't even make me rinse the mouth out. Like he was literally so fucking horny that the second that he's done he literally just says i'm done do you want to suck it and i'm like oh my can God. i do that can i do that yeah right after Don't that really? wait half an hour <laughs> i'm like, like literally and he's just like oh fuck yeah no you probably should be waiting but i can't and he like literally just whips it out and i'm just like like i give a fuck and i just like jerking him off but he only lasted maybe a minute at that point like yeah because he was ready it to was explode. well yeah to be fair yeah. you're kind of yeah. like edging it him was, for a while it was so. like like 10 pumps and then he you know his feeling fell out on my face that's basically what <laughs> happened um <laughs> he really said brown on the outside white on the inside you're a twinkie um <laughs> but yeah that was um that was fun i Never got billed for that appointment. My insurance never heard about that appointment. Of course not. I never, never saw him again. Never. And I was so mad too, because the next time that I went into that dental office, like a year or two later, he wasn't working there. There was no record of him there whatsoever. When I asked them like, hey, so I got this feeling done here last year, blah, 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 blah. Um, can we check this one out? Can we do like a cleaning? Because you know, every year we get one for a discounted rate. And they're like, we don't have any record of you in our system. Oh, oh like, was that you visit your first time there? It was actually my third. Oh, because I was going to say, like, did he, like, wipe you from the system? Yeah, he had to have. Yeah, no, like, it was my third visit there, um, but he was the first time that I'd ever been with him. It was always this one other dentist, this female dentist. This was the first time I had ever had a male dentist, and I was just like, you know, I got a horny 20-something-year-old. So I was like, sure, if I can get this fantasy done, we can get this fantasy done. Um, But literally, there was no record of me in their system, and I'm like, how the fuck is that possible? And the girl uh, working at the front desk, I was just like, don't you remember me from last year? I think that was you that was here. She's like, nope, I don't have any recollection of that. Sorry. 
Oh my god. Oh. Nah, they definitely know something was up with this guy and they just don't want it associated with the dead I, I I suspect that he was disbarred and yeah. that like he was having relations with more than one yeah. customer for sure. Probably. Yeah. Either crazy. that or he did the men in black like flash thing so you <laughs> like erase everyone's memory. It's one or the other. Yeah. I don't know. You guys yeah. can decide. Yeah. Yeah. Um, little did you little did we know he was actually an alien in disguise. <laughs> Collecting broken teeth. It's, um, <laughs> yeah, it's <certainly>. plutonium. <laughs> um, another very wild story, and it's funny because um, I almost played this one for Des, but I was like, no, no, no. Like, I want to ask her about it. Um, was the teacher story? This one, it okay. it's it's interesting because you know. Um, I feel like you for sure does have talked about like being young oh, and sure. seeing like a hot teacher and what like. I don't know. I feel like a lot of straight men like love the idea of like a teacher approaching them for yep. anything, anything. You know what I mean? Yes. So like help. for a lot of people, it's a fantasy. Yep. Um. So that's why I was like, I feel like you might like the story. I, I like don't the know. Dentist one too. Cause oh, I know. Yeah. Since I've been going to that dentist for maybe like uh, almost fifteen years, and from I was a kid, her breasts used to always kind of push against my cheek, and I'd always kind of like. Move my mouth a little bit. <laughs> you're moving her, your mouth while she's working on it. Yeah, like she'll like my mouth is open and I'll like kind of move my Ew. jaw. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, the fantasies I had about her. This is while you were a child. This is while I'm like. Are you trying to like breastfeed? Like, <laughs> I knew what I wanted. That's all that mattered. This is the audio podcast. It. I'm trying to bury myself right now. Oh my god. <laughs> And that dentist knows what she's doing too. Let's not I know that's what I'm saying. Knows. You have to know what you're doing. You know what you're doing. I understand yeah. an accident, but like if your boob Concept. is in someone's face the yeah. whole time, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You know. Yeah. <laughs> that's so funny. So what I... happened this morning at the dentist? Nothing. Nothing? No. Oh. Maybe Nothing next time. She just gave you a fill in and you wish you could fill her in. Oh. Yeah. 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 Pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. Um, Fifteen years though. Have the tickies started dropping? Like, are they now? Are they now more in your mouth? I think what she does, like, she she changed her bra so it's more of a push up now, like holding it steady. So they still look pretty perky, but I know when she takes it off, it's not as perky. But it's okay, she's still cute. The fact that you can tell that she's now wearing different bras, I hate you. I hate that. (laughs) Nothing I can do about being a pervert. Yeah, no, mood. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Okay, the teacher one. So I actually, I'm going to tell the story, but I have a question for Des after this, because, like, you have a son who is actively in entering high school now? Yes, uh, next He's in grade eight now, yeah. Okay, um, and I, yeah, so basically this was in high school. I have to be so, keep in mind, vague with the details, because somebody's entire life is on the line here of course um, not just mine um but it was a teacher of a certain grade of a certain subject and i was just i was fucking up in my classes so hard i was just like not going to school at the time i was middle of my transition i barely came in i missed a bazillion classes and um i wasn't going to graduate and go to the next grade unless i was to miraculously get like like three A's in a row, like oh, raised my grade by I think 40%. Like it was like crazy. Like I was like at like a 20% that semester in that class and I needed like a 60 to pass. It wasn't even a 50. They were like, mm, all of your grades are kind of like at yeah. this mark. So we really need something to push you above 50% because this ain't working. 
Um, and because I guess in that in that high school, it was you could pass the fifty percent in your class, but there's demerit points for how many absences you take. Mm. So you're so they like did a collective like out of like uh, I think it's like ten classes, you can get a hundred in each class, which is like a thousand points. You need a minimum of five hundred to pass. For every unexcused absence, it was minus like two or three marks or something. And with all of my classes being at fifty percent for a passing grade. Now. I was literally like, oh, okay, so we're fucked, is what it was. <laughs> and they were like, we'll make an exception, but you have to get higher than a 50%. And I'm like, okay, whatever. Um, the irony of me not doing good in high school and now being like a business owner, like, so funny to me. <laughs> but uh, this teacher in particular, um, his class, it was just so dumb to me. Um, and I can't say the subject because he will get fired because it's so easy to know. It's a specific subject. That is he only, still like, teaching? Teachers... Actually, no, don't answer that. He... Tell, tell us after. <laughs> tell us after. Oh, no, he's fully still teaching <laughs> because he fully saw the video and messaged me um, to my business email from his .edu fucking email. He he's dumb. What? Yeah, no, I, like literally he, when he sent me that email, he's like, um, I saw your video. It's about me. You shouldn't have it up. Um, and I just responded back being like, you understand your boss can read that email, right? <laughs> yeah. And like what? He just he just immediately responded back with never message me again. <laughs> like, you okay. Started but, it, yeah, stupid. This, this, <laughs> yeah, this teacher I went, yeah, went after class, was like, please help me out. I really like need to do something for a grade. Like I will do any, you know, extracurricular activity, any type of extra credit, anything you want. I'll do like a 25 page essay. I'll make you a multimedia video. I'll fucking, I was doing, I think I was lightly doing YouTube at the time. I was like, I'll make you an ad for whatever weird home Etsy business you have. Like, let me know what I can do. Um, and as we like talked more and more, it became pretty obvious that he wasn't going to let me do any type of like extra work. credit. Yeah. Um, like actual physical work. Um, but I did catch him, like, at that point in my transition, I had already had, like, a good B cup, and I was, like, wearing push-up bras, so, like, you could see the chesticles, and um, I just remember seeing his eyes a couple times, like, glance down at my chest, and I, like, when he looked away, I, like, pulled my shirt down, and I was, like, oh, okay. <laughs> Show a little bit more cleavage, um, and then he, like, looked back at me, and I immediately, his eyes went straight to my chest, and... I dropped something on the floor specifically so I could reach down, pick it up, <laughs> give him that full frontal horse view, like, um, which I call it a horse view. Because yeah, I was like, horse are, view. Like, have you ever stood directly in front of a horse and even though they don't have titties, they just look like they have these massive yeah. jugs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just their legs and their thighs, but it's just like, they look like they got massive titties. I know exactly what you mean. It's like the way their muscles are like formed. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know it's funny that I know exactly what you're talking about. I hate that. I hate <laughs> that. I gave that um, <laughs> but I gave him it, and I like I looked up. I'm like, Hurr! like I just <laughs> made eye contact. He's looking at me, and I'm just like, and I just like remember just gently putting a hand on the edge of his leg, and I was like shaking. I'm like, are you sure there's nothing else I can do for you? And because at that point I had already been sucking dick for like several months if not a couple of years, I think actually, yeah, a couple of years at that point, but like not in such a way that I was like a whore yet. It was more like survival sex work at that point. Cause I still would have been like, I think like six, 15, 16 or something. Right. And um, yeah. And I just, I was just like, I just slowly let my hand go up and up his leg. And I, at that point I could clearly see that he was hard. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, 
Oh, that must really hurt. Oh, you not... did not say that. I fully, I fully this was like hand going up, touching him. I'm like, oh, that must really hurt. Right? Is that not and like a just... porn line? Yeah, this is when yeah, I no, see no, If I were him, I'd be hard too. I'd be wrong for it if someone said that to me. <laughs> like, damn. <laughs> the amount of times that I've like said something or done something and I'm like, Oh, this is just a porn video. I need a camera calling me all the time. Um, but yeah, he was yeah he was just like, you know, this can only be between you and me, and like you can't do anything oh else. And God. like, and you're never gonna hear about it again. And <laughs> so yeah, I blew the teacher. Um, and never hear about it again I, until he messages you from his work email <laughs> years <laughs> later. Like what? Like ten years <laughs> later? Like bro? Like. Nobody knows it was you. Nobody even knows what high school I went to yeah. because I went to four different high schools. So it yeah. could have been at any of, like, there's three that I went to in the course of, like, 18 months. So it's like, it could have been any of those. You also didn't so specify even... the subject or anything, like, you know. No, it's I'm like, you've got to calm the fuck down. But also, why are you looking at my TikToks 10 years later? Why, like, why, yeah. why are you still, because, like, I knew that he followed me on Twitter. And I didn't really talk on Twitter about mm -hmm. my TikTok, um, especially not Jasmine Shits. Like, I did not mention that at all i still for the most part it's kind of funny how the more popular channel that i have is jasmine shits but i still am kind of more known as jasmine drives online just because it's the more family friendly mm -hmm. one and the last thing i want is for people to just constantly be seeing me talking about like sucking dick and like <laughs> you know it's it's i mean which is funny because like you know what 10 million people have seen that now so it's like well i guess we have to just like admit that you know people know me for this now yeah. um but yeah it was weird i didn't mention it on my twitter and that was the only place that i knew that he followed me on um and he followed me like a couple years ago just out of the blue like it was just weird he didn't dm me or anything he just followed me That's weird. i looked at his follows and it was like he was following like, a bunch of other students so i was like oh okay so he just probably like mass okay. followed all the students or whatever um and now he's like a university student i'm just like or university teacher and I'm like, okay, well, it's good to see that he moved up. But yeah. yeah, when he sent me that email, I was like, you've got to be fucking kidding me, man. You can't be this fucking dumb. You can't be this fucking dumb. And I oh, think that- Oh, but he can. <laughs> oh, but he is. <laughs> yeah, he really is. And I just, yeah, at that point I should have been like, yeah, no, I'm going to take uh, $2,000 a month from you until- <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I, I wish that I was that type of person. I'm vindictive and I'm petty, but I'm not like going to blackmail somebody. Yeah. That would just be- Yeah. Just too cool. Um, <laughs> when, when too you were cool done, is what I say. When you were done blowing them and you were walking away, how did it feel? Were you like, yeah, oh, I'm fucking passing. <laughs> I literally was like swallowing this battery acid cum and all I was thinking was, I'm not going to come to this class another day for the rest of the year. Not like, ever again. <laughs> never. No. Never coming to this class. I had him again in my fucking class the next year. Like he was my teacher again. And the first day of class, after class, I just looked at him and I said, you're not going to see me again, but I'm going to be marked as here and you're going to mark me as passing. And I'm Shit. like, and if I still like you at the end of the year, sure, we can do that again. Oh, my and he's God. Like, and he was just he was just like, OK, because I got I got balls over that summer. Like I came back in September and I'm like, I am your master. Yeah, you came uh, back to school like that, bitch. Like, yeah, I literally like first day of class and I was just like, no, no. And I literally never went to his class again. And I literally got a 70 percent. Um, and the attendance was almost perfect. He purposefully like a couple days. Yeah, like, yeah. Mark me as not here or late just to, like keep it normal. But like it was so fucking That's funny. Crazy. And then, a, yeah, and then literally the last day of school. Um, and I knew that I was going to another school the next semester. So I come up to his class and I close the door behind me. Um, and then I walk up to him 
And I'm just like, and he's just thinking like, oh, okay, well, I did it the entire year. I held up my end of the bargain. Okay, uh, she's going to give me head again. And then I'm just like, it was so nice having you as a teacher this year. You taught me so much. See you again next year. And then I just walked right out. And he was, I just remember him like, kind of yelling at me like, um, uh, Jasmine, I think you forgot something in here. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Like, you I know, love just walked it. right off the school campus, yep. went straight home and was Can't like, tell me so shit. No. It actually was... is. Cause you know, he was all year. He yeah. was thinking about it. Yeah, for sure. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Like the, the guy was, yeah. I, I just wonder how many other students be fucking perfect on that. Like, and for me, it was consensual. I knew what I was getting into. Like, I had the vibes. I was also the one who was insinuating and instigating yeah. that entire situation. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, obviously there is the power dynamic of this as a teacher. But I just am curious if anybody else did that. I would love to, like, at my, um, I guess a 10-year reunion is coming up in, a, like, two years. I'm fully going to show up and be like, who else sucked his dick? <laughs> anybody uh, nobody like, just me oh. really you had braces <laughs> okay, okay i got it cool so realistically though at. braces oh. shouldn't affect your ability to give head unless you're like all teeth right like i feel like it shouldn't it depends yeah. on if unless you have like the wires that kind of keep your or like i had like an appliance for like two years at like the top of my mouth because i had like what's it oh, called so what you're saying is you have to use your ass for a lot of <laughs> What I'm saying is, ain't nothing happening. I mean, I was also like, you know, it's me. So what yeah. was really happening? Age doesn't matter. Okay, relax. No, but like, I don't know. I feel like braces in the front, like that doesn't. It does. It affects it? Mm-hmm. You speak from experience? If, if you don't know what you're doing, then yes. But once you get yeah. used to a dick in your mouth, yeah. I mean, I guess. I'm just, I'm literally trying to picture it because I'm like, braces are in the front of your teeth. Like, the dick should not be, unless you're rubbing it against your teeth. Yeah, like, rub it against everything. Not when you have braces. Slap it on your face. All of that. <laughs> all of the above. Look, I would rather fuck an armpit before I'd fuck somebody with braces. I'm sorry. Like, I. <laughs> an armpit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, at least that's not going to, like, scratch me accidentally. I don't know. <laughs> For me, it was kissing people with braces, but, like, when, like, you could tell, like, you know, like, when the braces aren't, like, cleaned out and you have little gunks of, like, food in there, and it's just, like, I'm sorry, like, I I really, I can't, like, I'm gonna vomit. (laughs) Like, I'm sorry, I cannot. Yeah, that's me with Irish uncut guys. They're always got a little bit of cheese in the dick, and I'm like, no, get out. Irish, specifically? Hmm. Oh, so Vancouver has an issue with Irish immigration. Um, every fucking dating app, it's just Irish guys. It's literally <laughs> just like, hung, uncut Irish. I'm from Ireland. You want to fucking, you will, I'll out drink you and then we'll fuck. Like, it's just <laughs> literally, it is the worst. And I've given like five different Irish guys a chance now. And all of them are the same fucking musty, moldy, goldy. No, get the fuck out of here. I don't want to deal with that shit. Like, it's bad. Like, no. I, I like got really desperate like a couple weeks ago and I had one come over and I was like blowing him and I'm like I can smell your asshole from here like (laughs) no literally literally, I was like the dick already smelled and then I was and then I was like as I like bottomed out I'm like that's asshole smell this is coming from the back stop oh my god do people not like courtesy wipe before they like not everybody no 
no, the one of the guys that I blew last night, literally, no. Um, literally, like, he showed up, and I was like, hey, just checking. Hygiene's a huge thing for me. You did clean and shower before you came, right? He's like, I'll be honest, I didn't, but I'll make sure I clean it up for you in your bathroom. And I'm like, okay, sure, whatever. So I, like, left him lots of soap and, like, cleaning wipes and everything. Only cleaned his dick. And he's cut. So I'm like, bro, there's not much to clean there. You have to focus on the balls and ass at that Everywhere. point. Yeah. And his ass was so sweaty and smelly that when he left my bed, I could still smell it oh. on the sheet. And I literally, I was so mad last night. I'm like, great, now I have to wash my comforter. Like, fuck this. <laughs> no. Like, thank God I have an in-suite because otherwise I would have been literally just dead. I would have been like, no, I'm not doing this. I was disgusted. Like, no. Yeah, no, a lingering smell, that's, oh, God. I'm disgusted no. for you. Yeah, I mean, like, it lingered. Like, so imagine what it was like while I was actually giving the hat. I was like, yeah. Actually, that guy was fun, though. He was, because I got him off twice in 10 minutes. It was, I don't know how. I don't know how. I gave him head. He blew in, like, five minutes. But he didn't soften fully after. Mm -hmm. And I'm, like, mouthful of cum, and I'm still sucking. And I'm like, when is this guy going to deflate? Yeah. Right? Because I like, I like doing that thing where, like, they get soft in your mouth, and then you just suck up the last couple drops of cum, and they're always, like, freaking out. They're like, oh! <laughs> I'm like, yes! <laughs> I will continue. You will have to grab me off. Pull the hair out. It's fine. Like, <laughs> Stop me! <laughs> but, yeah, no, this guy just, like, stayed hard. Um, I started doing, like, a tongue action that, like, was hitting the opposite side of his dick, and he was like, oh, my God! And then I pulled off, and I was like, let me give this a couple of strokes just to see what's going on. And at that point, I was like, I've been sucking him now for 10 minutes straight. He's come once. Is he going to come another time? Like, because if so, might as well. This guy might smell bad, but at least he's got a nice body and dick. Uh, So, yeah, like, at the 10-minute mark, I looked at my watch. I'm like, "Mm, okay, let's switch to hand. Did hand for not even a minute, and he blew. And he was like, like literally it was like dog dying screaming like that's how fucking loud he was <laughs> like, like literally literally <laughs> my god i was i was like yeah he was like i've never i've never had that happen before and he's like i've never come that fast from head i'm like yeah i've heard that before he's like i've never had a double orgasm I'm like i've never heard that before though like like work um <laughs> Okay, I yeah. have a question for you. And then he sat on my bed for an hour asking me questions about being trans. It was so much. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I want to. I want to know. Asking for a friend, of course. What? <laughs> what? I feel like giving head, like giving good head for a long time, is like harder than most people realize. I feel like you, you like your jaw, like. What is what? What are your tricks to the trade? Is what I'm asking because your girl needs some help. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um. Okay. So first things first. If you have a gag reflex, don't be afraid to focus on the tip and just apply a lot of suction. When you're like pulling out, flick the tip as you're pulling out. If they have a sensitive tip, you're hitting the um, underside with your tongue you know, the top upper ridge of the inside of your mouth is going to be running along the corona of the penis, like the upper part of it. So you're hitting it on all the sensory glands as it's being pulled out of your mouth. And then just focus on that suction on the front half of the dick. If you can bottom out and deep throat him, when you do it, surprise him by giving, um, you know, trying to shove your tongue down there and get a little bit of balls in there. Sorry, go if ahead. You can, <laughs> if you can do it, it is a fucking wild ride. They will literally 
flip out. Die. Um, I'm like taking notes, yeah. taking notes. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I'm like, you can train yourself to like not have a gag reflex. It took me like five years every single day. Like, oh my God, that's so, that sounds like how, so much work, Jasmine. This is how sick I am. This is how sick I am. <laughs> every morning when I brush my teeth in the morning, I would just push my toothbrush farther and farther back in the mouth until I started gagging. And then I'd like, kind of do that and i was like oh, i literally dated a guy that didn't does. have a dick for five years and like literally was still doing that every day because i was like i have to make sure i know how to deep throat when i'm out of this relationship like <laughs> <laughs> literally um but yeah it's, there's nothing wrong with having a gag reflex if you do have one there's a lot of options you can do when it comes to going at it for a long time try to figure out what is it that's turning this guy on because some guys they get off on just the pressure of their dick being smushed up against the back of your throat um, and it's that that's hitting them and getting them off. Some guys, it's all sensory from the tip of the dick. Some guys, they're getting off on um, movement along the shaft. So if, once you've figured out what is it that's actually getting you close to coming, that's when you can focus on that one action. And there was like a guy a couple of days ago who was very much shaft and it was only like maybe halfway through like a 20 minute long blowjob that I realized, oh, this guy is, this guy is shaft. So like, I like, you know, wrapped my lips around my teeth. And then I started applying pressure as I was going up and down on it. And that was like, really, that set him off immediately. He like started like freaking out. It's like, oh my God, this is the best thing I've ever had in my life. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, yeah, I know I am. Thank you. Um, noted. But, <laughs> yeah, definitely just, just note. be ready for it to hurt though. Like, don't be afraid to take like, oh, like a Xanax before. Um, or like, like that Robaxis that afterwards, you always need it. Like. <laughs> Like, Once you said like, lots of work, painful, was, I'm like ripping up the notes, throwing them out. Like, eh. <laughs> I don't need those anymore. A lot of and work. Also, like, no. Position, though, like where you set yourself up, like don't always like I know, Des, you mentioned in an episode that you can't come while standing. You have yeah. to be laying back, which, by the way, I did listen. Like, I, <laughs> I have fully been listening to y'all for the last like two days straight. <laughs> around the fucking block i listened to literally like i listened to episodes so old that you still had that asshole hue on like... <laughs> sorry that might have been loud i'm sorry i am sorry jasmine so i love you your mics just cut out your you. mics literally just cut out i'm not even joking um just really quickly i have to check which fucking episode it was i think it was episode i took a screenshot of it because i was like this is stupid um it was episode 24 big dick theory oh wow actually pay to have y'all on camera listen to that episode and react because the (laughs) shit that comes out of that man's mouth and the entire time you're just like um, okay, let's try not to be offensive. Let's not be racist. Story of my life. Yeah. I'm like, I was just, I was sitting there like, girl, kick him the fuck out. This guy put shut the fuck up. And funny enough, in that episode, you literally talked about, um, like, you started trying to explain non-binary to him and, like, being trans to him. Oh, God. And you were, like, using Google. And he's just like, I don't fucking get it. I don't want to fucking get it. And then you were like, well, maybe one day um, we're going to be lucky enough to have a guest on the podcast who is non-binary or oh trans. Oh, my God. Did and I just, really? Yeah. Literally. And then he fully cuts you off. And then he goes into his own rant about, just gotta make up your mind. Just make up your mind. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Story of my life. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Like, oh, and the crossover episode that y'all did where, like, he was, like, on his way out and you were still there and you were still, like, Des, you were still new to the pod. And I think it was, like, one of your first, like, official, like, okay, I'm on the pod okay, now. Okay, yeah. And he just talked over you the entire episode and I was just sitting there, like, 
okay, this is very <laughs> emotionally draining as a listener. <laughs> and then, I'm not joking. Y'all, I'm a fan now, okay? Like, it's mutual. Because, like, even, like, Love a it. couple episodes ago, you mentioned me. Didn't mention my name, but you literally just... Yeah, that's what you Yeah. And I'm, like, sitting here. It was, like, 11 p.m. last night, and I was listening to that, and I'm like, are they talking about me? And I'm like, are we hitting? Because I think that they're talking about me. Like... You know that euphoria <laughs> reference when they're like, is this fucking play about us? <laughs> like, that was you sitting there like, wait a minute, what? I'm like, I'm like, just say the channel name, babes. Give me the promo. Like <laughs> but, um, Fair. It's but, Jasmine yeah. Jasmine Drives, Jasmine Shits, and Jasmine Official Gaming. Or Jasmine Gaming Official? You know what? That one is so sad because I thought that I was gonna like post video clips to there it is so hard to game or to do game or tiktok i fucking hate that like i play video games all day every day i'm getting clips constantly but then to actually do the process of editing it in like adobe premiere and then like propping it to size and making sure everything's visible like yeah. now i understand why those shitty tiktoks that um <laughs> like just take cropped videos from like tv shows mm-hmm. they yeah. never adjust the crops that the character is fully in screen the entire time I'm like, yeah, no, I get it now. I get it. That shit's fucking boring. It's tiring. That's a lot of effort to do. It is. It's um, a lot, yeah. Yeah, but that, that gaming channel will eventually, whenever I start streaming again, it will pop off, probably, hopefully. But it is so funny when you look at, like, my my trio of channels and you have, like, like 50,000 followers, like, 70,000 followers, 141 followers. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's how it goes. That's I'm always like, how it goes. Yeah, I love it, though. I love it. Um, but wait, what was the question that I completely diverted off of? Um... um <laughs> oh, how to how to give head without? Um, no, I think yeah, you, you answered, answered it. it. You yeah. answered it. Yeah. yeah, and then you you start talking I, I about you. Adequately. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think now oh, would be God. a great no. time to get into a listener question. So, Jasmine, as you know, since yeah. you listen to the podcast, uh, we like to answer questions submitted by listeners, and we would love for you to join us with this one. Um, so to everyone listening, if you want to be a part of the podcast, whether that means you have a story to share, a question to ask, you can do so by going to thissquareroom.com. Let me pull up our question today. Okay, so today's question comes from Anonymous. Um, and he says, hi, Joe and Des and Jasmine. <laughs> I've recently started dating a girl who has a BDSM kink. However, I'm a pretty vanilla guy. I want to please my partner, but I'm a little uncomfortable with some of the stuff and I feel awkward with the rest. The sex we've been having so far is good, but it's pretty run-of-the-mill stuff. So how should I move forward to engage in her kink? And if either of you have any tips or tricks with bondage, domination, etc., most likely does, lol. (laughs) (laughs) That would be pretty sweet. Oh, and thanks for keeping me entertained every week. First of all, thank you for the question, <laughs> Jasmine. So we like to when people are anonymous, we like to name give, them. We like to give them names. So would you like to do the honors? This person's pronouns are he and him. So if you want to give a name that we can refer to this person as, uh, what's the name of the new um, king of England? Uh, Charles. Like little... King Charles. Yeah, <laughs> his name is Charles now. Charles. Charles is a girlfriend who's into BDSM. Camilla's really. Just, ah. <laughs> I, I could see it actually. I could. Yeah. Okay. Um, Dad, you want to start? Yeah, yeah, I can start. Um, Since he, he called you out there, I will say you're gonna have to get the fuck over it. Um, I understand that it's kind of like it's not an area of expertise for you. You feel uncomfortable, but as a guy, you have to feel comfortable being uncomfortable. A lot of 
men, what we what we do is we want our women to please us, especially when it comes to sexual, but sexual things. But we never want to come out of our comfort zone for something that they like. So this is your chance to kind of tiptoe into there. You don't necessarily have to tie her up and beat her and have a safe word right away. But if you just tiptoe in, you know, start with little toys and then have those toys escalate and stuff. Escalate? That's a car. Escalate <laughs> and stuff. Um, that's that's how you kind of get into it. Um, I was never a tie-down person. Um, being held down freaks me out. I feel like people are going to take advantage of me. It's like, we finally got him. Everybody come. A whole bunch of people just come in the room and start beating me. <laughs> like, that's, that's I swear, that's my fear. Like, to this day, like, my girlfriend can't tie my You're hands down. You're not into, like, down. handcuffs? No, I, I can't. Phys- I can't. I will, I will freak out. Um, when I was a kid, I know that I went to the dentist, and I used to be afraid of needles. So I kept moving. So they had, um, they put me in the arm straps for the chair and I broke out of them and I was they going, have those in the dentist not office? anymore <laughs> but they used to oh. and then they had to put me in almost like a straight jacket <laughs> to keep me still because I was losing it I have an issue being tied down however my girlfriend is into the BDSM kind of stuff and I don't mind entertaining to a certain level and like at times I'll be like oh I'm sorry I like when we're done I'm like I'm sorry I slapped you she's like no it was great and I'm like no, it wasn't. And she's like, honestly, just harder next time. That was good, but I can take it. I'm like, no. Um, but I don't mind doing it. So you're like for- Charles in this situation. Yeah, you're- yeah, exactly. <laughs> so on a on a natural day, I'm more of like, let's let's just make love. You know, let's let's take this easy. And she's just like, are Fuck you the shit out of me? On an average day, I feel like you're not a make love type of person. No, I am. Are I am. you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You couldn't only- tell on the podcast. <laughs> On an average day, you're like, I'm gonna fuck the shit out of you. No, that's only when I'm feeling like, like, yeah, you know when the alcohol hits right, and you're like, ooh, we're gonna fuck today. Last night, I just night, want everyone listening to know that Jasmine is listening with her. Her jaw is just on the floor right now, listening to this. Last night, um, me and my girlfriend, we went to. I told her she wanted to go on a date, so I'm like, okay, here are three places, pick one. So she picked one. I'm like, okay, we go there. You know, she dressed up, I dressed up, order anything you want on the menu. She ordered uh, lobster and this and that. Mm, that that She said the whole meal itself gave her an orgasm. And she's like, mm, we're fucking tonight for sure, blah, blah, blah. Okay, cool. Before we leave, I order the same thing again so she can bring it home. And she's like, no, 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 no. We are fucking tonight because this food does. Yeah. So we went home. We went back to her house. Um... We were like making out and stuff. And she's like, okay, let me go shower and then I'll come back. And I'm like, honestly, I can't wait for you to shower because I've been waiting for this for like a week. So we started having sex and I knew I was going to get into it. So I'm like, okay, you need to go in the shower now because I'm going to fuck the shit out of you. So on regular days, I'm more of a make love. But on a fuck, like I'm going to fuck the shit. I was choking. I was slapping at a point. I knew she couldn't breathe, but that wasn't my I don't care. You'll figure it out later. Yeah. <laughs> and and it's funny because you were talking about like the, the shaft thing and different guys like different things. So for her, her issue with me is I take forever to come, but she gets off very easy. So in 10 minutes, she can come three, four times and she's like, oh, my God, mm-hmm. all my energy has gone. And I'm like, well, I got another like hour to go. So An what do you want to do? 
So for her, she's annoyed. Like a lot of times, like I, I won't come and I'm okay with that because I'm doing this for you. It's cool. So now she's trying to figure out like, okay, how to get me off. So now she's with the the the, the twisting motion and the shaft plane. Mm-hmm. And I am losing it. Oh my God. <laughs> 3000 point. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're going to have to get out. Girl. Charles, you're going to have to get out your comfort zone. Um, you don't have to jump into it. You know, just tip your toe in. You know, maybe just put your hand around her neck one time and see how she responds and stuff like that. Oh my God. He asked for tips and tricks. I will say... A tip, not really a trick, is like if you're choking her, don't press down on the front of her neck. No, press God, no. the sides because you actually don't want to <laughs> commit <her>. a murder. <laughs> yeah, Charles, I think so, that's that's a very important one. Yeah. <laughs> no, I so I fully do like that. Like surprise, uh, when I'm giving head, I do that to guys. Sometimes they never fucking see it coming. They like, I mean, like, yeah, obviously your hands have to be moving around their entire body the entire time that you're giving the experience. It's a full body experience. I'm not just sucking your dick. Like you're getting the show yeah but if the guy if like if the if the positioning is correct like let's say he's on my bed or something or if like um and like i'm positioned directly aligned with him like on yeah. my knees i will fully reach up and start choking him that and, shit like, scares the fuck out of me oh literally <laughs> i'm like i'm like doing three things i like have a hand behind the ass pulling his dick in harder and then i have the hand up here choking him While as i'm choking. losing all no ability to breathe and i'm like just going at it and they are going absolutely ape shit because they've never had a girl like be that open. Like, especially not when getting hit like there's what's one thing to like have a girl on top of you riding you and then they start choking you yeah. mm-hmm. it's another entirely when you have a fucking like glamazon on her knees sucking you dry and then she's choking you and you're like oh my god the blood isn't going to this head it's going to the other <laughs> one <laughs> yeah one thing that i've started to yeah. find out is that more guys like being choked than i thought because like when i first started hearing about like choking being a thing with sex i was like it was always presented to me as a thing that like women like more but like do you, do you like getting choked no 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 <laughs> but i'll sit there and take it but i don't it doesn't do anything for no, you no no oh I had a girl slap me before and it freaked me the fuck out because that's the first time <laughs> I've ever been slapped. She was riding and I'm choking her and I'm slapping her and I'm like, yeah, yeah, you like that. And she's like, ah, she's moaning and stuff. And then she just went, bam, and slapped me in the face. And my head turns back so slow and all I could do is look at her. Like, I didn't stop having sex. I'm not going to stop. <laughs> but then when we were done, she turns and she looks at me and she's like, I'm so sorry I slapped you. I don't know where that came from. And I had to say it was okay, but I wanted to cry. I'm not going to lie to you. I okay. wanted to cry. But, okay, so you just brought back. I haven't talked about this. Um, so I had um, one of my exes. I was inadvertently more of a dom in that relationship. I always kind of am, which is why, like, when I date guys, I tend to date subby guys because it's easy to just, like, you know, make them. It's It's really hot when in the bedroom they're like, no, I'm in control, but I haven't had that much luck of a guy who's like subby outside of the bedroom but then a dom in it Mm. still looking for that that's the dream for me um but (laughs) it's uh but this guy i was like i need you to stop being such a pussy like i can you like smack me hit me roughhouse me a little bit i mean like something please (laughs) i'm like dude like you just lay there and i have to ride you for an hour to get you to come like can we do something anything please um and finally um he's taking it from behind he's not taking it from behind i'm taking it from behind that would have been a horrible relationship if i had to fuck that <laughs> um, I, i'm taking it from behind and i'm like smack me 
and he's he's just like um where i'm like anywhere i i bro you've got an entire back of my body to smack like yeah. and he like smacks my ass and i'm like harder and he like smacks it again and i'm like harder like dude you're literally giving me kitty slaps here like i have been i have been slapped harder by like i don't know a door closing in my face like please, the love of god so i feel like I, the like, fact that he said like, where is the is, first yeah, yeah. yeah you're just like yeah oh, okay. that was like a, that was red flag number one yeah. um and then you know it does two weak ass slaps the third one i was so fucking mad that it was light and he did it on my back like center of my back and i'm like fuck's sakes are you fucking near your grandma and he got mad at that so then he proceeds to and i shit you not and this is like trigger warning to those who have been abused in the bedroom um he then just starts wailing on my back like be five fo fum i'm gonna make this bridge fall down um like hitting the shit out of my back with his fists um and i was like oh okay that's that's maybe a little bit too hard <laughs> like and he just kept on hitting it went on for like a full minute and then he and then i like kind of like look back and i'm like he sees the fear in my eyes because so i'm like oh i'm literally being assaulted right now and i just he sees the fear in my eyes and then he literally just breaks down crying fetal position cr- holding himself in the fetal position crying his eyes out he's like i'm so sorry i'm so oh sorry God. i hurt you Oh my and I'm god! Like, we we have issues to deal with. We have some yeah, things yeah, we to gotta, unpack. We gotta, we gotta talk like, about something. Like yeah. there's something deeper here than you and me. Like we need to is, solve what yeah. that issue is. is grandma okay? Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, grandma like, triggered I, him. Was, yeah, that's when I realized I was like, okay, this guy. We're gonna just keep doing vanilla. We're not yeah. gonna do. We're gonna find other ways to get me turned on. Yeah. We're gonna like let's do something public. Let's do something with like a friend. Like let's not let's not touch that part of of beating some of any kind yeah but um so charles if you have any issues (laughs) that you need to resolve maybe you should take it easy with the bdsm we don't want to have a repeat of what happened to jasmine no (laughs) you don't um that being said like also just don't be afraid though to talk to your partner and be like look i really feel like i'm not pulling my weight in the bedroom i want to be you know, I want to satisfy your kinks and be like, well, what is it that you really want from me? Like, give me a scenario, instruct me on how to do it, and then we'll do it. And you just guide me along. Um, communication is really key, especially when in BDSM, in the BDSM community, they really push for communication. Um, and for newbies and beginners, like, it's not a bad idea to like, go look up instructional videos, go look yeah. up articles. Mm-hmm. There's TikTokers who talk about BDSM. There's OnlyFans accounts where they literally just instruct you on BDSM tactics and like what you can do in the bedroom and how to do it in a safe and fun way. But yeah, it's, I, I mean, it just depends if there's like leather whips, chains, ropes and things like that. Um, be open to everything. And I guess also figure out like, does your girlfriend, does Camilla want you <laughs> to be more of the dom or is it, that she wants to be the I dom was gonna say because like, he didn't up. specify he did not so yeah I agree with that I think either way whether you have to take the role of the dom or the sub give it a try yeah. you don't have to jump into the things that you are uncomfortable with but like you know start light and then work your way up because I feel like if you just jump into the deep end when you can't swim you're gonna drown oh, but if sure. you you know wade in the shallow end have your little pool floaties on like you can start to like it and and who knows but yeah I definitely say try it out talk to your partner and then everything else that Jasmine and Des said yeah 
Yeah. And I'll always have a safe word. Cause, yes. Yeah. There was, I had one boyfriend who was like, I want you to tie me up tight like starfish on the bed. And then I want you to jack me off till I come, but then don't stop jerking me off. Just keep going. I want to see what happens. And we did that. No safe I word? I knew that it was going to I, well, I mean, I, yeah, we didn't do the same word. That was actually really dumb. But I knew that it was going to be a visceral reaction. So I tied this man down tight. Because, like, Des, you know, when you, like, come and you just yeah. keep going. You Your start, body. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and this guy was under the impression that there was, like, some, like, secret magic button that just, like, unlocks when you keep on going. And, like, you know, have the most amazing orgasm, like a double orgasm, something crazy. So we did this. He comes, I keep going. He is actually screaming, top of his lungs, entire body convulsing, kept on going. He's like, please, no, please stop, please stop. Like literally crying, like begging me. About a minute later, I don't know what happened. It was another orgasm, but every fluid in his lower half just like escaped. Like it was like pee, it was cum, it was pre-cum. It all just like, it was as like the most aggressive stream you've ever seen in your life literally hit the fucking ceiling Damn. and i'm just like oh what the fuck okay thank God for <laughs> like it was, it was it was so bad but apparently yeah he was like that was the most insane orgasm in my life that was also the most uncomfortable and painful experience of my life yeah i'm like so are we doing that again <laughs> he, he, he's like no but now i kind of sadly thanks to that experience i so want to do that again that was that it was something about him being so vocal and being in so much like discomfort and agony that like I was like oh I'm kind of turned on by this (laughs) I kind of like this anytime I think of like a huge like eruption of like an orgasm I think of the time that you said that you were masturbating you were laying on your back and you came on your own face face. (laughs) (laughs) that's that's what I think about I don't know why (laughs) yeah that 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 happens that I've had one too many guys who squirt so hard that I'm like that could have hit the ceiling bro like yeah yeah but I'm like, it's if you the guys who like edge that do that though, like mm. if, you're, if you're going at it for a while, if you've edged for anything longer than 20 minutes, that's going to be a stream. That makes sense. It's going to be a river. That that's my. But you weren't purposely yeah. edging. Though. No, you no, just I wasn't. take a while. Yeah. Right. But if that's normal to you, then like. Yeah. Cause when I want to, when I, when I want to come, whatever I'm watching, what porno I'm watching or whatever, imagine whatever I'm imagining, it needs to be amazing. I can't be like, okay, I'm going to come. And then the video is winding down and I'm like, oh yeah, I'm coming. No, no. I want it to be like at the peak of the video. So I have to go Literally. through like 10 videos. Oh, that's like, go yeah. through start to finish 10 videos? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So when I want to do that, what I do is I just read erotica, like sexstories.com. I will go on there. I'll find like a three-parter. And even though you will go through sex in each part of it, yeah. it's like that final episode chapter whatever it is at that point you've been reading like for a good hour at that point you're like okay this final one this is a big one this is where the the brother fucks the sister and the mom on the (laughs) crazy shit like like we're going all balls to the wall erotica writers i feel so bad for them because they don't like they have to just keep on finding new things exactly at that point yeah and it's like you're like like let's have a, a the weird incestuous story of like a hometown stepson mother situation. I've put it down on paper. Well, now the guy's fucked his mom. I can't just keep making stories, but I'm fucking yep. his mom. So now he has to fuck his stepsister. Yeah, exactly. Oh, here comes in the hot aunt who totally isn't related <laughs> by blood. Like, oh, I guess he's going to fuck his teacher now. Like, it's just like, at that point, you're just like putting a camera on my shoulder, really. Um, but 
But yeah. But yeah. Um, okay. Thank you so much, Charles. Again, Charles. and if anyone, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I hope. I hope that was. I feel like we gave. Yeah, we gave some advice. solid advice. Yeah, and if anyone yeah. else has a question or a story that you want to submit, it is thissquareroom.com. Now, moving forward, I want to pivot a little bit. Um, Jasmine, you mentioned, when you were telling the teacher story, you mentioned um, survival sex work. I would love to talk more about um, how you got your start in sex work um, and everything surrounding that, if that's okay. It is absolutely not. I'm so offended by that. <laughs> <laughs> like a slight moment of panic I saw. Like, I like, no, you can't. Um, I, uh, yeah, so I came out as queer at like, 12-ish. I knew something was off at that point. I was like, oh, something's definitely off. Don't know what I am. Gonna stay in the closet. Um, for those who are listening and have never watched my videos, I was born a boy. It's so sad. And then I transitioned um, when I was 14. So basically came out as gay a week after my 14th birthday. My mom kicked me out and was like, no, I'm not gonna have a gay son. Go live on the streets. Literally kicked me out. Had been. It turns out she had been waiting. I Because I, I did a freedom of information request of all my documents with the ministry when I turned 18 mm -hmm. and it turns out my mom had contacted the ministry six months before I'd been kicked out being like when can I kick out my child oh um, and they're like you have to wait till the kid's 14 oh my god and, and she was like okay sure so um yeah no like that was she didn't realize that I did the, the FOI yeah. and I I was like yeah no and then I like brought it up to her a few years ago and she's like you're lying that's not what happened I'm like I literally have documents yeah. stating that you contacted the Ministry of Child and Family Development so that you could request what was the legal age to kick out your child where you don't deal with any um, criminal charges for negligence of a child. Right. Oh, my and God. they literally responded to you being, like, 14. So you waited till like, a week after I turned 14. I had come out as gay at that point, and she was just like, fuck this, I'm not doing this. Kicks me out. Um, I end up living kind of on the streets, in the system, safe houses, group homes, um, foster care uh, for the next about two years um but it was during that first few months of being um in safe houses at 14 where i community like i really connected with the queer community in vancouver um because they were like my only support system at that point mm -hmm. uh and it was i was i just kind of gone by as like gay slash cross-dresser whatever i just felt more comfortable being feminine and then uh one day somebody was like well are you just trans or something and i'm like trans is a trans uh, transit transmission <laughs> like i've heard the word tranny used in a car like my entire childhood i heard that word um and, and they're like no no trans and then somebody um like gave me this book it was like the abcs of lgbt or something like that and it had a definition for all these different sexualities and gender identities um and when i read the transgender one it was like a perfect description of who i was and i was like oh okay so that's me um we got to get the shit going because boy body's coming in. Uh, and I like started seeing a doctor. We got me on hormone blockers pretty soon. And then that was also at a point in time when um, you had to have gender identity disorder, uh, gender identity disorder diagnosed for you to get any type of hormonal care in this province. It was fully legal and fully, and I still, I will always encourage this to any of the, if there is conservative people who listen to this, who don't understand the whole LGBT thing, there is absolutely no permanent damage from a child going on hormone blockers just to allow them to figure out and solidify is this are they actually trans are they just having a moment of like gender euphoria or dysphoria they don't know what they are but they put me on hormone blockers immediately because they were like okay we understand that you are very adamant on believing this is this we have a history of you being kind of 
not so masculine and people saying that, you know, you were very feminine as a kid. So we approved the hormone blockers immediately. And then I had to go see a psychiatrist for a year straight until I got, then I, until I got diagnosed with gender identity disorder. And then they were like, okay, we'll start you on hormones. And I started hormones at, I think, 15 years old. Um, but yeah, it was during that process of like, I was in safe houses and group homes. I could not get or keep or hold down a job. Like, I mean, I would get hired places, but I had these like, I was basically a boy with like these long glittery fingernails and I was just super faggoty and I was a 14 year old kid. So I was just like a gross sweaty kid. And um, I would like try to like do jobs. I like worked at Value Village and um, it just so happens that Value Village that I was working at, it was close to the safe house that I was living at, but it was like the suburbs, suburbs, like the boonies mm. where everybody's like conservative and racist. Yeah. Mm. So I was the only person of color working in that entire store. Um, and everybody was kind of just rude to me. And then this one lady kind of, uh, I thought that she was like, I thought she was kind of being friendly. She was asking me about my life. She had a kid of her own and um, she like was like friendly-ish, but no, she was just trying to get information about me because she was like, well, what's up with your whole nail situation? Because that was my whole thing. That was my feminine identifier was having long, colorful nails. Mm -hmm. um, and she's like, well, boys can't have nails like that. I'm like, well, I don't actually identify as a boy. So there's that. Um, and then she went to my manager the next day and basically was just like, oh, um, this uh, Jasmine made all these inappropriate remarks to me. And it was just lies and, and bullshit and got me fired the next day. Yeah. Literally, that happened so many different times at so many different jobs where like just employees that didn't support queer trans people or like were not wanting to be in the same building as one would just come up with every lie in the book to get me written up and fired immediately. So I had no option at that point but to be like, okay, well, let me go on Craigslist and see odd jobs, gigs, so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. um, I'm only 14, so I can only do so much. Um, but I was like, you know, I'm sure there's probably a, a, a man who would pay for time with me. Like, I am horny. I want to learn how to give head. Like, at that point, at 14, I gave my first blowjob at 14. So, like, I had no real experience and mm -hmm. I was like maybe this is a way that I could be appreciated and because like nobody wanted to date me because I was like this weird mid-transition thing um and yeah so I just like went on Craigslist and started like responding to some ads of like guys being like I'm feeling generous today come on over um I never told them my real age I'd always say that I'm 16 <laughs> um and sometimes they would fully clock it they would be like, uh, are you sure you're 16? And I'd have to be like, honestly, like, no. Because for those who don't know, in British Columbia, the age of consent is 16. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it's just, it was, yeah. I would, I would like come over to guys' places and they'd be like, are you actually, actually 16? I'm like, no, I'm 14. And they'd be like, you know, the ones who had like a lot of money, they'd be like, that's hot. The ones who didn't want to pay extra, they'd be like, mm, I don't think that's really my thing. Yeah, I'm like, you're a 32-year-old having a 16-year-old over. Yeah, that's already an issue. It's your thing already, babe. Yeah. It's already yeah. you're, don't, don't fucking lie to yourself. Um, but yeah, the first experience I ever had was this like really lovely gentleman who, um, that's weird, lovely, um, <laughs> I, I should not have said that, uh, but he lived in downtown Vancouver. Um, I still like go by his apartment sometimes, and I'm like, I wonder if he still lives here. Like, um, But he had a, like, I think it was like sub penthouse apartment in downtown, two bedroom, two bath, mm -hmm. really nice place. Um, invited me over. I was like, I have to be honest with you. I'm 14. He's like, that's hot. Um, 
I'm going to give you a little bit of extra money because, you know, you need things for school. And I'm like, okay. The guy literally just wanted me to get naked and then touch myself as he uh, did his own thing. And oh. yeah, he didn't try to push me into anything. He didn't try to like force me into anything. Mm -hmm. He's like, you're welcome to try giving me head if you want to. And so I took him up on the opportunity the next time that I went over. Um, and yeah, and then it was like from him, I went to like, you know, he referred me to a couple of his, you know, pedo friends. And um, I think that's the only way that I can put it <laughs> down, really. It's like, yeah. like, 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 Weinstein wasn't alone on that island, okay? <laughs> Mr. Clinton was there too. Um, but Facts. like, Sorry to the Americans who are about to get really mad at me. Nah, <laughs> oh, they know the truth. They understand. <laughs> oh, yeah. Good. Good. They're aware. Um, but yeah, I, I would get referred around to people. And um, yeah, the yeah, it, most of the guys, if not all the guys, were really respectful um, of my boundaries. They wouldn't try to push anything on me. At that point, I think it was more, I didn't even look 14, but they, it was more of so like the fact that they were like, this is a 14 year old. Like they would have me fully hold up my ID and show them. Like it says like grade eight, like, <laughs> like grade eight of Burnaby high school. I was like, yeah, hi. <laughs> and they'd be like, Oh, that's so fucking hot. I just want to come on you. I'm like, okay, sure. Whatever. <laughs> uh, luckily nobody. Yeah. I got very lucky that none of the guys ever like assaulted me or like yeah. raped me or anything, which mm -hmm. in retrospect, I'm like, Jesus, that could have happened so easily. Yeah. Like that could have happened so easily. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I continued to do that. It was more of like a, you know, the ministry, I wasn't able to keep down a job. I still needed to eat. I was also, I think from like the age of 16, 15, 15 to 17, I was vegan, like strict vegan. And they would not accommodate that when I was in the system. Um, they would not give me any vegan food. For one of the safe houses I lived at, all that they would give me was frozen potato, like French fries. And they'd be like, there you go. That's your dinner. They'd literally oh. make me make it myself too. They'd be like, wow. that's it. That's your vegan dinner. And I literally lost like 35 pounds in a summer because that's all that I was yeah. eating was potato chips and like the odd random item I could afford at a store. Oh my God. Um, but also like they don't give you any money to buy like feminized things. Like they weren't giving me any girls clothes in the system. When I'd ask for like new clothes, they'd be like, okay, well, you're going to get boy clothes. And I'm like, oh. I'm in the middle of my transition. You can't do that. They're like, yeah. doesn't matter. We're going to give you boys clothes. Like, well, fuck. So I'd have to like make money to buy feminine clothing make money to buy hair products make money to buy like nail polish and makeup and then i was able to like visibly be more feminine and mm. then my clients stopped wanting to see me because i was no longer like a little gay boy they could yeah. be like full purrs on me so then i had to like transition to start like hooking up with straight men and then that's when i had to start really sucking dick for money um because at that point it was like yeah i just uh yeah straight guys don't want to just sit there and jerk off on a no. little kid they want to actually get it in yeah um so yeah i just got lucky that i was like okay we're gonna use duct tape to tuck we're going to push up my little itty bitty boobies um that are just <laughs> mostly fat and we are going to hope to god that they don't try to turn me over and fuck me um and got away with that for quite a long time um well that's the thing is yeah, transitioning is like super hard as it is let alone transitioning like you said you're in the system you don't have access to the things that you would have had if you you know were in a household with a parent who was supportive and encouraging yeah. um and unfortunately like although it's 2022 now a lot of young people are still going through that where like they are being disowned by their families they are out on the streets they don't have a lot of resources i actually found out a couple years ago that most of the um the highest number of homeless people in toronto are teenagers that are queer um and i was kind of surprised because you know like 
I feel like when I like walk downtown, like you normally see like grown men, you see, you know, but it's like, it's not always what you see, you know, and it's, it's really a problem. So I really appreciate you opening up about it because it's, it sucks and it's, it's horrible. It's, it's a really hard experience to go through. It really is. And even in this day and age, like that uh, smelly ass guy that I was talking about last night, who Mm -hmm. then proceeded to ask me about like trans topics for an hour after Mm -hmm. um, I blew him. He explained to me that he was, um, I think he's like half Arab or something. Um, and he was like, I was, well, he told me like I was raped as a kid. So I, by a man. So I thought that my attraction to men was because of that. And I was like, no, babes, that's not how sexuality works. Like you were assaulted. Yes. But that doesn't mean that you're queer because you were assaulted. Mm -hmm. You were always queer. Um, and he's just like, okay, but I live in a very homophobic family. And he was telling me like, you know, even though he was like 20 years old, he's like, I'm terrified of being disowned by my family. And I still live in the basement so they could kick me out if I tell them that I'm bi. And I'm like, okay. And he's like, honestly, like I'm more attracted to men than I am girls. But like, you know, there's a couple girls here and there that I think are more attractive. He's like, that's why I want to be with a trans girl so that I get the part that I want. But then like the physical appearance mm-hmm. that makes me look normal. Mm-hmm. And I get that a lot. I get that so much with guys I imagine so. Mm-hmm. It's way more yeah, common they, than people yeah. would think, because like a lot They're of so a lot of straight guys don't want to like admit it, which I feel like it's mm-hmm. like why, but I mean, eh, eh, whatever. But like, yeah. yeah, I know it's it's a lot more common right. than than people think. It's it's too bad, but um, yeah, that was that was that was basically me, um, just making a little bit of money here and there. Um, later in life, uh, I, I started to just kind of like whore around and not have to always do it for money, but. If I if the guy did have money, I'd always be like, hey, you could uh, throw me some money for a meal. That'd be great. Like, I'm hungry. Like, yeah, you did just drop your kids off, but like, <laughs> you know, I'd like to get something. I'd like to get a real meal, please, <laughs> not just a happy meal. Thank you. Um, but yeah, now I I do it more supplementary than anything, uh, right. just because yeah, like I it's no longer I live survival. In the city of Canada. Yeah, yeah, it's not survival now. It's like work work like it's fully yeah. just fucking yeah. work now um and i don't think anything of it now but it's uh yeah some people are like wait you made half your rent in like blowjobs last month i'm like yeah yeah like yeah it's, it's just happened it's, it's a quick way to make like a hundred bucks in like 15 minutes like please my Easy. job could never never, <laughs> never. you said never way too quick never. i don't appreciate it <laughs> i could never i would be out on the streets <laughs> like <laughs> Never. Never. God, street head. I'd have to reduce my rent if I live on the streets. No, couldn't do that. <laughs> um, um, the, best, the best clients are the ones who work like a couple blocks away from me in the business district because they are just looking like they probably have kids and wives or whatever at home. They just want a quick fucking nut. Like they literally will come over. Um, I'll literally just leave my door open. I'll just be like in the bedroom already ready on my knees. They just open the door, walk straight down the hall to my bedroom, just whip it out. 10 minutes in and out, they're down. And it's like, easy easy like the ones from the most regular i'll be like yeah 60 but like some of those guys i'm like most of them are just like 100 i'm like yeah let's yeah, do it yeah. and i'd like if i could cycle that for like a couple hours that'd be fucking amazing yeah. but you know not everybody's willing to be like oh yeah this uh when you get my work let me give you his number like it's yeah <laughs> to do that. yeah and not everyone is so quick to give out referrals yeah <laughs> yeah sadly this is a referral-based business. Yeah, and I hate the I hate the app. I hate the websites. I hate going on Leo List and having to like put up an ad because then you know I'm looking at ads and I'm like, oh, I know that guy. I know that guy. I know that girl. I know that girl. Like, mm, yeah, it's always weird to be like, oh, there's my friends. They they have their com- competitors on this app with yep. me. Great. You're charging what? Okay, uh, let me change mine. 
Yeah. Speaking like, of... I, I want to undercut you, but I can't. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're like, okay, I'll play fair. But yeah, yeah speaking of some of your friends, you mentioned um, uh, quite a few times online, and I think earlier uh, in the podcast, you mentioned um, Doll Dash, which is something that you offer to your friends. Um, do you want to explain, like, why that started and, and why it's so necessary for you to be doing that? Yeah, so um, Doll Dash, the whole idea behind it is that it is a, like, a queer-run rideshare service for queer people. And it spawned because one of my really good friends, um, a drag artist here in Vancouver, um, whose name I'm not going to give because then everybody's going to search it up and she's going to get banned because her entire drag persona is just big titties, fake titties, just smacking them all over the place. (laughs) But she walks out on the street and she looks like a seven foot tall sex doll. Like literally that is her drag persona. Mm -hmm. And so many times she um, has had just Uber drivers show up and then just drive away. So she explained to me like one time um, I was supposed to meet her at a, at a club before a gig and she arrived 35 minutes early, which is unheard of for a drag queen. Like they are notorious, like they are worse than brown. Notoriously late. They are are literally like, like I'll show up 25 minutes past call time. The show starts in three minutes. I'm here. It's fine. Um, but showed up 30 minutes early. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing here so early? She's like, oh my God, it was wild. The first Uber that I ordered actually accepted me. And I'm like, what do you, what the fuck do you yeah, mean by that? Uber, yeah. yeah. Literally. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And, and she's just like, yeah, no, it's, um, it's, uh, I usually order like five Ubers before one finally agrees to pick me up because the guys pull up and they're like, I don't want that thing in my car. I'm like, this is absolutely obscene. So yeah. I'm like, okay, well, next time you need a ride, just call me. And, and, you know, she was like, how much do you cost? I'm like, I'll just charge the same as Uber, honestly. Yeah. She's like, okay, sure. And then that spawned for me doing rides for that one person to like five other divas. Next thing I know, everybody's like, doll dash, doll dash. And people are calling me for rides here and there and it's fun. And um, I'm making more friends and um, yeah, it's just, it's, uh, it's very necessary because it didn't occur to me that even drag or like not just queer people like i knew that i got the odd look here and there if i got into an uber um like in toronto if i would get into an uber and i would look like just a little bit not passing if i just like looked a little bit messy after like a hookup or something mm-hmm. and i'd get in the uber and the guy would just be looking at me with like my makeup just kind of smeared across my face my hair looking messy like half a tit out like <laughs> and the uber drivers would just be like the fuck are you right and i never felt fully safe in ubers and cabs um especially when I was earlier on in my transition. And when I was fully glammed up for an event, like, oh no, you're not catching me in one of those things. I would like sit there and seek out any friend that had a car because I'm like, Mm -hmm. I'm not getting in an Uber in full drag. No, not going to happen. But all of my friends, like nobody talked about it so publicly um, at all in this community, but Uber drivers consistently were just driving away from drag artists who are sitting on the corner of the street with their like luggage ready, their bags are in their hand. They're all fully made up. They look gorgeous. But, you know, a lot of Uber and cab drivers are like brown guys who have very archaic mm-hmm. religious yeah. views yeah. that um, are not accepted in this country, to be quite honest. Yeah. If you cannot do your fucking job, the bare minimum, your job is to get somebody from point A to point B. Regardless. Why the fuck does it yeah. matter? It shouldn't matter they what they look, look like. Yeah. like yeah. a sex doll. Right? Like, so long as they're fully clothed and, like, you know, they're not trying to, like, do anything bad to you and you're not trying to do anything bad to them, it shouldn't be an issue. But, 
yeah, Dolldash spawned out of just pure necessity for these drag artists to get to their gigs on time. And then I started offering Dolldash Pool, which is where for things like brunch events or like larger shows, I would just like go and pick up each queen at their their house, then take them straight to the event, take them home afterwards. And now it's kind of become this like side business that I run on the nights, um, picking up the dolls, levas, getting them everywhere that they need to be. Sometimes I get drag race royalty, like people from Canada's drag race, US drag race are in my car and I'm like, nice. I'll look at them and I'll be like, Jesus fucking Christ. Like the other day I had Kendall Gender in my car oh, and nice. I was just like, yeah, she she was like runner up on Canada's drag race season two. Season and, two, yeah. Uh, yeah, and I like I, I was just like, she was in full drag and I like looked at her and I was just like, wow, I got Beyonce in my car right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, she was just like, well, thank you. <laughs> like, I think she's so going to be on um, the uh, Canada yeah, versus is. the world, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, she is on Canada versus the world. She looks so good in her outfit. I am obsessed. Um, I drove her to her photo shoot the other day with that outfit on. I was like, nice. oh, my God, like, this is amazing. Um, and, yeah, no, I love her. She's like, and it's so funny. It's just so crazy to me to, like, meet these people who are, like, they're not celebrities. They're gay celebrities, if anything. But uh, they are just yeah, people that I've seen on TV and I've, mm-hmm. like, known for, like, years. It's and, like, cool, yeah. yeah. Like, shit, this person's in my car. Especially Plus, when you meet them and they're, like, amazing know. in real life, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, like, I say that. I always say that about, like, uh, if you watch season one of Drag Race, Lemon, mm-hmm. um, she, yeah, she's actually a friend of mine now. Like, I literally oh, nice. she took a chance on me. She got a couple doll dashes for me while she was in Vancouver, and then we just, like, chatted, and now we just, like, message. And yeah. I'm, like, I love her dress. She seems she seems really great. Yeah. Yeah, she's and she's surprisingly sweet. I always thought that she was like a shady, cunty little bitch. She's not. She's actually sweet. Like one of the nicest people I've ever met. And I'm like, bitch, this is not your public persona, one bitch. She's like, yeah. I know. And it works. Because <laughs> people show up at the shows thinking that I'm gonna have like tea or drama and it's like, no. Mm-hmm. I'm just yeah. I'm just here to dance and twirl yeah. and show off my little puppy. Like, that's really <laughs> it. Um but yeah, Doll Dash has been such a fun experience for the last uh, almost a year now. We're coming up on a, a year of Doll Dash, which is crazy to me. Nice. I've given, I think, just shy of uh, like 800 rides now, which is wow. nice, nice. mind blowing. By the time that we hit Christmas, it'll be a thousand. Which yeah, is, for sure. I'm, yeah. That's crazy, but I, I really love that you are trying to support the LGBT, just the queer community in general. Um, I know it's, you know, like you said, we've spoken about your struggles and, and your journey over the years, and I think. You know, sometimes I feel like people, when they've been through so much themselves, they're like, I don't have time to help out anyone else. And not in a mean way, but they're just yeah. like, I'm tired, yeah. you know? But I love that yeah. you still spread the love and support your community, especially for something that, like you said, a lot of people wouldn't have thought that it was such a problem, but it is. And you have created a solution, at least for some people. I mean, I wish there were there were more of you, more doll dashers out there, but, yeah. you know, it's I think I think that's really cool. That's why I, I was like, we have to talk about yeah. it because I love it. The, the Toronto girls um, on occasion will message me and be like, when are you going to come to Toronto? I'm like, no. <laughs> no, you, you can rent me out. You can rent the, like, literally, though, like, you rent the car and give me the hotel room. I will just do the driving nonstop. Yeah. Like, it's, I don't, I don't mind. Like, I, I tell all of my, my East Coast divas the same thing. I'm like, if you need a driver, that's like a $30 flight on Flair, baby. I'll take it. Like, <laughs> you just, you know, you just accommodate me, feed me, and I'll do it. I'll just drive you to, to all yeah. 15 gigs that you have. And Toronto drag is fucking insane, y'all. It's called mar- – we call it marathon drag, where the entertainer is on stage, and they just go, like, back-to-back, like, five songs in a row, 15-minute, mm-hmm. 20-minute sets on stage, and they're just dancing, lip-syncing, doing all of their moves. And I'm just – I'm sitting there like, 
no, <laughs> no, you don't. In Vancouver, it is like a four-minute song. Maybe they'll do a mix, and it'll be like a seven-minute song in total. But like, no. Oh, is that how it Over mostly five... is? Yeah, in Vancouver. It's per. It's like yeah, a drag artist mm. will do two different songs. One at the beginning of the show, one in the second half of the show, and they don't do those massive long Toronto style, like a nine minute long mixes or like four songs in a row back to back. Like we just don't do that. We don't have the stamina for that here. And we get paid more too. So it's like we don't have to put that much effort yeah. in. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Toronto's just weird. I've 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 had a chance to be to a couple of the like what is it, Bloor Street? Like a couple of their their clubs. Uh, what's your gay district queen queen, queen street no. no church it is queen church it's you're church. just, That's you're it. just it's church. chiming in on every, like yeah queen no yeah bloor you said queen i was like no church no church, church, street. church. No, yeah. church street right I, yeah I, I had like one of the weirdest experiences at a, at a drag club there where it's like you have this drag artist on stage actively doing a full number not a single person's looking at her and and everybody's just like minding their own business kind of like it's kind of like jerking back and forth dancing drinking it depends on where you go certain clubs like you're gonna have like all eyes on you in certain places people are gonna be like "Eh," if they glance over they glance over it's yeah it's weird like that yeah it's like that's the difference between the girls that are gonna get on canada strike race and the girls that are on you know yeah yeah they're well yeah definitely (laughs) (laughs) the ones who are on tiktok are not the ones who are gonna be on canada's drag race that's for sure people show up to take pictures of those ones people show up to watch the other ones yeah um, okay, let me ask both of you. Uh, you guys can answer. In, well, all three of us. Um, I want to know what the most unconventional place everyone has hooked up in is. Was that a proper sentence? What is the most unconventional place you've hooked up in? Church. Oh, probably the ass. A church? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that caught me so off guard. Yep. <laughs> That's all I got for you. Did I hear you right? Did you say church? Yeah. You hooked up in church? Yeah. Wait, I might know this. You might. You were like, Lord you were super young, I right? Was super young. Yeah. Okay, tell tell a story. Um, the for me, growing okay, so I started having sex when I was twelve, thirteen, and from Word. and from there it was like anytime, any place, I don't care. Movie theaters, people in the movie theater, I don't care. I'm not ashamed. If you're not ashamed, I don't care. I could never. I'd be so, like, shy and, like, self-conscious and be like, oh, my God, people can see me. Like, I remember, like, being in, like, high school and stuff and people were like, oh, like, so-and-so got a hand job in the back of the theater. And I was like, but, like, were, were you guys the only ones there? Like, no, people were around. I'm like, I could never. <laughs> I would be so, like, I, no. At, at first, I kind of was. But then I was hooking up with this girl. And she was like, I don't know none of these people. I will never see them again. And if I do, I won't even notice. From she said that, it changed my whole world. I don't care. It doesn't matter where. So we're at church and we've been kind of watching each other. And we've hooked up before. So we were going to go outside, but it was cold outside. So there's a back room and then there's a room in the back room that we're not supposed to go in that stays locked. It happened to be open. So I, I pulled up the door so it seems closed. And I tell her that it's open and I tell her, you know, I'm going to go there first. Meet me there in 15 minutes. Okay. She came in. We closed the door and we found out there was a room in that room. Oh, it was over after that. Over, over, over. They had to lock out like, yeah, they had to do a lot of stuff once they realized we were going in there. Because I think my stepdad came looking for me and I heard somebody say, oh, I think I saw him go that way. 
And then I heard him pulling on the door. Meanwhile, oh I'm God. deep in vagina. And I have to, you know, <laughs> we're not moving a muscle. At, like, I was just hoping they would. <laughs> not the binoculars. <laughs> I had to hope they didn't get the key to unlock the door because it would have been over after that. But, like, I just, we uh, waited a while, and then I went out first, and then she came out eventually. But it was good. I'll do it again at this big age. I don't care. Anytime, anywhere. Of course you do it again. Of course. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> Jasmine, what's yours? Okay, so I I don't know if I'll ever make a video about this because it's so personal, but also so fucked up. But um, I was thinking about this, and I'm like, okay. Most unconventional place in the middle of a Lowe's. Um, I'm sorry. No, the middle is the problem, not the Lowe's. The middle in the middle is the problem. Actually, yeah. Sorry. I'm focusing on the wrong (laughs) things here. I'm like Lowe's, but like, you're right, Des. You're right. My apologies. Jasmine, what? Okay. Okay. Um, I just dated, started dating this, a trans guy. So pre-op trans guy, I mean, not like post-op, he's not going to still have a dick, but like a trans guy who had a vaginus and I was in a, I was in a fussy eating mood for a couple months there. We were fresh into our relationship. Um, we went to Lowe's, uh, for those who don't know what a Lowe's is, it's like a Home Depot, um, huge warehouse. The biggest one that we have in BC is what I found out. And it has, you know, 50 fucking aisles, a million fucking mm-hmm. employees. Uh, we go there with this mom. She's in like the kitchen cabinet section, you know, flirting up some stupid employee, uh, trying to get a discount. Ma'am, it's a Lowe's. You're not going to work here. <laughs> um, but me and him are walking down the aisles, just kind of minding our own business. And I'm horny as fuck, like I always am. And we go through this one aisle that has carpets in it. And the carpet section has two different styles of carpets on display. There's the ones that are like hung up and the entire carpet is hung. And then you can mm. just like mm-hmm. swipe like yeah. a kind of like like a pages on a book you yeah. can go through them um and look at the carpets and then there's the carpets that are rolled up um and the way that they had them set up in that one was they had them rolled up and in this like metal barricade it was just like one metal bar in the middle one metal bar on the bottom and it, like they were all standing upright like they were cigarettes in a cigarette box and as we're walking by these rolled up carpets i'm like i wonder if that's hollow behind that if it's just like a wall of carpets because you can kind of see through them and i couldn't really see anything behind it so i was like huh is there just like a a little like a four by two space in the middle of this aisle just barely hidden by some carpets covered in plastic and i like move the carpets aside and i'm like oh yeah it's hollow back here and then i'm like yeah you should totally jump in here my boyfriend was like okay sure he gets in there and then i jump in there and then we close ourselves off like you know yep. kids hiding yep. in like the, the <laughs> aisle at, like a, at a department store when they're kids just like that and i'm like well i can kind of see out into the aisle and if you were in the aisle you can kind of see into me and i'm like fuck it and i literally just ripped his pants down and ate him out right there um but, like he was standing wild. he was just short enough that like the carpets were a little bit taller than him yeah so mm. <laughs> like, like he was only five four so i was like yeah i was like on my knees and it was audible you can hear like it's not like it's exactly. dry yep. like like bro was getting wet like i was like okay um but yeah like it only he only lasted like two minutes I like. I was like, we are doing this now. Now like, that glitter <laughs> dick, I'm getting it off. And the entire time, I'm just thinking, like, holy shit! Like, I am 
fully exposed if somebody walks by here or if somebody even so much as moves one of those yep. carpets or one of the carpets slides because they're plastic on linoleum. I'm like, oh, I'm fucked. It's all over. It's all over. Like somebody's going to walk by. They're just going to see me giving you know, head to a dickless man like but, okay but what if his mom came to like look for you guys that's also like we, when we you said his mom was there you don't think like, about those things in the moment no you guys don't i do see that that's the thing with me because like my story like i can't even i don't even i don't even want to share after you guys shared yours because mine is lame because mine is in a car and it's gonna be like in the kitchen <laughs> no <laughs> No, mine was in a car in the front seat, though. So, like, if that, like, spices it up. But, like, I know, I know, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry not bold enough me. to be in the middle For of a load, okay? So sorry. <laughs> I literally, like, just made a stank face. I'm, like, in the front seat. She gave, me a look, she gave me a look okay. like, bitch, okay, whatever. Like, next time, just put him in the trunk. Do it like that. <laughs> Spice it up a bit. I know. See, yeah, you're right. But like I don't know. I feel like it, with me, I'm I'm always like Wait, was thinking. Was it sex or just head? It was sex. Oh okay okay. Yeah. Okay. So like he was um he was in the driver's seat and then I like straddled. Oh. Yeah. So I'm like it's you, it's it's different you than like the didn't hit that horn. I don't think so. I feel like it actually probably did, but you have to like push the seat back as far as it can go. You know. Okay. Yeah. I mean... That's a tight space. It is a tight space. That's like, you know, like... That's a tight space for him to be going in a tight space. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, no. In that position, like, it's 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 me. The person on top is doing all the work, so... But, yeah, yeah. no, I don't, I don't have any, like, wild spots. There's definitely places that I would, like, in theory, but, like, I know myself, and I know I'm going to be like, is someone going to walk in? Can someone hear me? Can someone see me? And I feel like being in my head takes me out of it, so it's just like, eh, but, you know... That's why you don't think about it. You just do it. I know. Well, I, I can't. Literally. <laughs> no, I, okay, no, but like, okay, fully last night, though, in the lobby of my apartment building, I figured out the um, uh, the blind spot for the security cameras. Nice. And I was just like. <laughs> How'd you figure that out? I, yeah. Like, you could see uh, the, the, the cameras? The night, the night security guard left the desk to go get himself something. I get his lunch break, but he didn't lock up the security desk. So I looked at all the security cameras. And I like flicked through all of them. And you kind of figure out I where's what. Yeah. Figured out that the, the big ass couch in our lobby that's kind of hidden from like the front door, but not really fully a black spot, like blackout zone. And I've been flirting with the security guard for like a month now. So I'm, I now know exactly what I'm going to do at like 3 a.m. in a couple days. I'm just going <laughs> to. Who like, knows? Hey. Happen to be there. <laughs> no one said there's a blind spot. Yeah, here's my tits. Like, you know, just like. <laughs> See what I can get from this man yeah. in the middle of the night, just in public. Because that to me, that's hot. Like public is hot, terrifying, and super risky, but hot. And it's one of my favorite things is living in a building where um, my bedroom has floor to ceiling windows, and mm -hmm. they fully just look out into the downtown of Vancouver. So I am always act. That's why I have these hunting binoculars. Is because <laughs> there's a hotel across the road from me where everybody just leaves their like blinds fully open and I'm just looking constantly watching people have sex and I know that if I have the lights on um in my bathroom in my bedroom it backlights me so it's just shadow oh. so sometimes when I'm really fucking horny I will give guy uh, give a guy head and I'll purposely make sure that he sits on the side of the bed so that's closest to the window and then I get in front of him and I just get on my knees 
and he literally like there's people he, he will the guys will literally be like there's somebody watching us i'm like good there better be <laughs> <laughs> i'm not doing there's this for no reason be. i didn't position you here for nothing to them, to them they're just seeing a backlit guy getting like a head yeah. like and but to me i'm like well ha, 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 my windows are like i'm smart enough to know like my windows are um, blacked out, uh, reflective. So during the day, nobody can see what I look like. They mm-hmm. just see like my silhouette at night. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. All these different men that I bring over. It's so fucking funny. But yeah, it gets with the bag lighting, that's kind of <laughs> hot. I'm not going to lie. Literally. Like I just put on my little sex show and then I get to watch everybody have their own. My favorite part is like the people who like get up in the morning and they just like forget the windows are open and they're just walking around. Like the guys who like are sporting the biggest like morning woods will come up straight up to the window and just like look out, sipping their cup of tea. And I'm just like, Whip it out. Whip <laughs> it out. I need content for the close friend story on Instagram. <laughs> like I literally have two close friend stories. There's the ones where I like I'm like, okay, nudity coming. <laughs> and everybody's like, yeah, that's the one that I like. Yep. And I'm just showing videos. Like I've put my my camera up to the binoculars and then I'm like just zooming in on somebody having sex. There was yeah. We had a, a big scandal last week of watching this one guy who was alone in his hotel room chronically masturbating for three days straight literally every 45 to an hour the dude was jacking off That's crazy. And were you in vancouver day- last week does Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> literally on day three i'm like wait is somebody else in the room with him bro was having a threesome with two guys oh, and i was shit. like it was so fucking wild because i like all of a sudden see him getting head from somebody and the person had like kind of long hair so like I can only see so much and I couldn't see like their if they had tits or not. I was like just they were kind of covered up. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden I just see him like grab this person by the head and pull her head up and I could just see like a man's face. And I'm like <gasps> And then I like I just keep on watching. I was in the middle of playing a game of Valorant, like a competitive game too. No, and I just like, went stop. on the mic and I'm like <laughs> I literally said I said to everybody, I'm like, I am so sorry, y'all. I am watching three gay men fuck. I'm, I'm I gotta go. I'm sorry. I have to, yeah. I'll, I'll keep moving the character around so that it shows that I'm online and I don't get penalized, but you guys can report me. It's fine. Goodbye. Um, <laughs> I'm like sitting here, fully like every two minutes I'm doing another close friend story, zoomed in <laughs> and everybody is freaking out, messaging me like, oh my God, it's, oh God, he's getting head. He's finally getting head. He's not just jacking off. And then he pulls up his camera and he starts recording it. And then all of a sudden you see the guy who's giving him head just start getting plowed from behind. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening? And then they shoot specific positions and it's just me screaming, it's a threesome! <laughs> <laughs> this is so much fun. I live. And I was just, I, the entire time, that entire weekend I'd been looking for this guy on all the apps. Like, Grinder, Hinge, Bumble, Tinder. I was trying to find this yep. man. Because, like, I can see, I know exactly what location they're going to be away from me mm-hmm. on Grinder. Yeah. I'm like, 60, 62 meters, you're at that hotel. <laughs> and I could not find this guy for the life of me, and it sucks. And whenever guys are on Grinder in that hotel, sometimes they'll literally just be like, oh, I'm at the Fairmont. Like, that's what all they're going to say in the Grinder profile. Like, I have a room. Come fuck me, silly. Or, like, come here and I'll fuck you. And I'll always message those guys and I'll be like, hey, so are you in one of the uh, west-facing Stanley Park U rooms? Because if so, keep your blinds open. (laughs) (laughs) I will fully be like, please keep the blinds open. I'm a pervert. Thank you. (laughs) Some of the guys guys are like, are you fucking kidding me? And some of the guys are like, bet. Bet. No problem. I feel like I would totally watch people if I had the view and the windows that you do. Like, I mean, you can't not. Literally. I'm not a watch people, but I wouldn't mind people watching me. I, that I don't care about at all. You wouldn't be curious to like just like watch no. sometimes, no? No, because watching makes me. Because when they, they know they're being watched, 
they go perform. They perform. Like, That's me. I, I, I want to be the performer. Oh, okay. I am an actor. <laughs> Such a loser. Okay, Jasmine. I <laughs> Jasmine, I want to know where, where. What's the most unconventional place you've acquired a client? I already know the answer because of your your TikTok, but does does it? And I think this story is so funny. I am going to have to reference the fucking list you sent me because even I don't remember which one I said was. Well, the most in, unless it's not the story, I think the one I think has to do with. I mean, you mentioned. Being a gamer and playing Valorant, is that jogging your memory at all? It wasn't Valorant, though. Um, it was a different game. I am looking because I feel stupid. No, you don't know what I'm talking about? What? Call, the Call of Duty guy? Oh. Was that not? The thing is, there's multiple of them. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, I have gotten multiple clients from video games. Um, you play on local servers. Yeah. So like yeah. usually you're playing on a server and for True. us it's usually a server in Washington. So, mm-hmm. but that means it's all the Canadians, like British Columbians, Albertans, Washingtonians, and like the Oregon people will always play on the same server. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I've, I, back in my Call of Duty days, I had a couple of, of different guys who, um, I'd be like, oh, you live in like Seattle. I live in Vancouver. You're very close. Like you should come by sometime and we could maybe do a little something, something. And they would turn into a client. Um, most recently, though, I met a 36-year-old man on the game Valorant. He lives, I shit you not, four blocks from me. Oh, shit. Yeah. And I was like, I was a little surprised when I heard his voice in the game. I'm like, what the fuck is this old man in our game? <laughs> and, and I'm like, that's my style. I'm going to add him. I'm going to play with him for the next couple hours. Like, he'd be like, oh, fucking kids. Your fucking Molly is taking me out. I just don't want to fuck camping in fucking corners. You fuck you little bitches. And I'd, I'd be like, I like this guy. I like this guy. I want to have him on team. So added him, was talking to him. He explained to me that he recently got um, uh, uh, divorced from his wife um, of like 22 years or something. Like he was with her for a while and he's like yeah and i've I, it's because i have a video game addiction i literally play video games like 15 hours a day and i'm like Jesus. do you make money from that he's like oh no um my my parents died when i was young and i was left with a really big insurance settlement so i'm set for life and i'm like well i would like to have set your for life. life just from insurance um so his parents died um because of a uh they had a Buick and it had a malfunction in it that was known to the manufacturer. And so I guess um, something on the axle had snapped while they were on the highway. Mother, father died immediately because they were going like 120 kilometers per hour. Uh, Axle snaps, veers right off into oncoming traffic, gets hit by a semi, parents dead on impact, whatever. Um, And it was like really traumatic, but their life insurance policy was not only like 10 million um, for their child, but on top of that, there was the settlement that the lawsuit yeah. brought up. Right, yeah. And that was an additional, because it was a literal 12-year-old boy, lost both of his parents. Um, they, I think they paid him out something like five, six million dollars. Like, it was crazy. He Damn. was like, yeah, no. And it all went into like these investment portfolios and these like yeah, savings and yeah, bond accounts. Yeah, and 12. so by the, t- and he was like, by the time that I was 18, I had something close to like, you know, um, 14, 15 million dollars at that point. And I'm like, oh, and he's like, yeah, and I was smart enough that my aunt raised me and explained to me how money works. And we set it up so that for the next, um, until I got married, I would get just like a a lump 150K a year live off of. 
um, and I would just make that work. And whatever was left over at the end of the year, um, I, I could just keep it. Like I wouldn't have to return it. I could just save it if yeah. I wanted to buy something, if I wanted to, you know, do whatever I want, if I wanted to invest it, gamble it away. Nice. He's like, so I found that I like playing video games and I would buy things in those video games. And so he's one of those guys who will spend like five, $6,000 on in-app purchases, in-game purchases. crazy to me. Yeah, literally. Um, and, and because of people like him, that Valorant now has a $10,000 spending cap on the game. Oh. And it, yeah. Yeah. That's fucking insane that's to insane. me. That is um, insane. But yeah, and I was like talking to him like, man, I wish I had that fucking life. I, uh, like I said, I'm sitting here like, playing video games but i should be working because i gotta make rent my rent is a lot <laughs> like yeah. and then he's just like well yeah and i like eventually i explained to him like at one point i had to like we were playing a game talking and i got a text message and i'm like oh i have to go he's like really it's three o'clock in the morning what the fuck are you doing and i'm like oh um somebody called me a friend they need me i just have to go i didn't want to tell him like oh hey one of my sex work clients wants a blow job right now because he just finished partying on you know the party street Randall mm -hmm. street in Vancouver mm -hmm. um he just got out of the club and he just you know wants to drop a load at me like literally could not say that <laughs> and I was like yeah just a friend uh, needs to see me really quickly I'll be back in like 20 minutes and he's like okay I come back literally 20 minutes later and he's just like okay you gotta explain what the fuck's going on and yep. I'm like you're gonna judge me he's like I'm not gonna judge you and then I explained to him and he's like oh I didn't realize that you did that and I'm like yeah I mean it I need to do it to make money to like to get by right now. I'm not making enough for my delivery company. I'm not making enough from Dolldash to do this. Um, so I need to, you know, supplement that. He's like, well, maybe you should stop by sometime. And I'm like, really? And he's like, yeah, stop by. And okay. literally, I'm like, well, name a time and day, babe, because I will come over. And he's like, right here, right now. And I'm like, send the address. And Fuck. I literally like <laughs> still had the kids from my clients swimming in my throat mm. and <laughs> I am walking over to this man's house high out of my mind might I add because it was the middle <laughs> of the fucking night and I wasn't ex I wasn't supposed to be on doll dash that night so I'm like I'm getting stoned yep. um and I'm just like and it, you know it's a four block walk but it you know feels like it's gonna be 25 minutes and I get to his place he's just like wow you're hot and I'm like we don't have to lie um but but sure let's get to this and he's like no you don't get it and he shows me a picture of his like his ex-wife was literally a chubby brown girl and i'm like oh so you like him thickums okay cool <laughs> never told him but i never told him that i was trans though so that was the thing is that i just assumed that he might have clocked it from the voice yeah, or like something. i had sent him i sent him my tiktok so i he had seen like an episode or two of jasmine chips but this guy was like what you would expect from like a 40 something year old man who plays video games all day like yeah. he was chubby he had a micro dick. It was gross. I was like, oh, this ain't it. Yeah, that's a lie. It was an, I've been with micro dicks. He had like a, about a three to three and a half, four incher. Um, and it was, okay. no, I mean, I'm, I put meatballs in my mouth bigger than that. Um, <laughs> it's like, like, it wasn't even a Twinkie. I'm sorry. It was a Tic Tac. Um, yeah, like literally like went in. He had this has this beautiful apartment though. It's like a, I checked it out. It was like a $1.2 million appraisal, um, in 2019. So that means it could only be worth more now. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, it's like, it's like, he had a nice, like it was like a sub tent house, like two bedroom place. Um, but it wasn't just like a two bedroom. It had like a den and it had like a balcony that had a little fire pit on it. I was like, oh shit, this is one of those nice, nice apartment yeah. buildings. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and I just like literally, yeah, just went to his bedroom, thousand fucking count 
Egyptian cotton sheets, and I could tell because the second that I touched it, I was like, this is butter. This is filling with butter. <laughs> and he literally was just like, oh, I have a couple more of those, like, unopened, brand new. Do you want one? I'm like, I would rather the cash, but if you want to tip me with that, be my guest. Yeah, you're like, I'm not going to say no. Like, no, yeah. And he's like, sure. And yeah, so, like, I started seeing him regularly for a few weeks. Um, literally, though, it got to the point where he had given me, like, I was doing 100 a session. He only lasted, like, 15, 20 minutes. Um, so it wasn't that bad at all, but he literally got a call from his financial advisor because he was sending out a hundred dollar e-transfer three times a week. Mm. Um, and his financial advisor was like, you need to stop because you've sent this girl over a thousand dollars and it hasn't even been a month yet. And I'm like, I take cash. I take cash. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, you can PayPal me. (laughs) Um, like I'll trade. You want to trade? Like I don't know, like a car, <laughs> like a car. I'm gonna do this every day for the next year. Um, which the sad thing is, is that I fully, if he was like, yeah, I'll buy you a new car in exchange for you know blowing me every day for the rest of the year, would have in a heartbeat, yeah. in a fucking heartbeat. A brand new car? When be- you think about the value, I mean, yeah. I mean, but also like with the amount of money that I could make if I got a actual SUV instead yeah. of a Corolla. Yeah. Like oh, if I had an SUV, mm-hmm. I could have all the drag queens with all of their huge ass fucking luggage from the airport. And I charge so much for airport rides because Uber is like $80 from the airport back to Vancouver. I charge like 50, $60 tops to get back here. And then on top of that, I'm getting a tip because I'm giving them like the time of their life, driving them through all the fun parts of the city before I get them to their homes. So yeah, I was like, I could do that. We could do that. Let's talk about it. I don't give a shit how much it costs, but I'll do that. he's like, no, I'm sorry. I can't do this anymore. And I'm like, damn. He's like, unless you, you know, maybe want to put out a little bit more. And I was like, okay, well, my anal rate is 2500 And he's like, anal. And I'm like, what else would I do? And he's like, well, I just fuck your pussy. And I'm like, oh, oh you thought. No. I, I was like, you didn't watch the TikToks, did you, babes? And he's like, no. I'm like, but I'm pretty sure you also you have, saw... you also have like the trans flag in your um, bio, no? Yeah. Oh, he probably didn't yeah. even know what that was. Exactly. Yeah. On Valorant, my player tag is literally the trans flag. So he like, know what that is. I don't. He probably doesn't even know what a trans he that there is a trans no flag. Fucking clue. He doesn't. He's like a trans. Are you trying to say trains? Um, <laughs> like literally, like no, I just look like one. Um, it's just I'm so I'm horrible. I'm sorry. Um, but no, I was like, no, babes, I'm trans. He's like, so you're a man. I'm like. Not particular. Technically, no. I was like, I was like, that's not really how that works. No. Um, and I had to explain to him what being trans was, and I'm like, I am very close to getting the surgery. I just have to, you know, make like fifteen to twenty five thousand dollars. Not that that's that needed surgery. for any sort of validation like, to be trans, but you know. Yeah, and I, I mean, yeah. That being said, though, my life would be so much easier if I did have a vagina. Let's be honest. Um, but. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he's just like, I'm not into that. I'm like, oh, I thought you knew. He's like, I think that you were deceiving me for the last month and just taking my money. And I'm like, no, I was a daycare. That's literally what yeah. I was. I was watching your children. Yeah, literally. <laughs> Dropped your kids off. That was it. Carpool. Took care of them for yeah. you. And the only time um, you came back was mouth. to give me more. Like, doll dash carpool. Exactly. Um <laughs> Um, but yeah, he was just, he was so mad at me and I was like, look, I 
I'm sorry, I don't want to like stop this arrangement though because this is good money. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, no. I'm like, I'll cut the rate in half, babes. I'll do it in half. That's fine for the amount of money that you spent fifty bucks for thirty minutes of work. Now nah, it's good. Like really, the the entire round trip to get to his place, blow him and come back was thirty minutes. And I'd always be like, I just made a hundred dollars for a thirty minute work yeah. and i can go play video games for the next three hours and it evens out yeah. um yeah and he was just like no i'm not doing that but that was that was the weirdest client that i've definitely gotten was through video games but i mean there's also just like the odd like random guy who you meet on the side of the street who is pissing in an alley and then you're just like hey you're gonna whip it out you well show me <laughs> it's already out <laughs> i mean <laughs> literally though i do that every time that I drive past a semi-attractive guy who's pissing in a back alley, I will do that. I'll open my windows and be like, hey, you should show me. <laughs> hey, literally. And I had one guy who, like, actually, like, it'll be a jazz and fucks eventually, but uh, yeah, it, I had one guy who I, I blew in a back alley because he was pissing in the back alley. I mean, yeah. That's, it happens. That is wild. In, like, a good way, but wild. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, so as a as someone like as a delivery driver and someone who does deliveries, I want to know like both what the most common misconception about delivery drivers is, and then also what you think the worst part is, because I'm sure there's a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um. So the biggest misconception I think is people think that we make more than we actually do. Yes, I um, do. If you. If, <laughs> if you are if you are an uber eats or doordash driver um the you are fully reliant on tips because the base rate that uber and doordash are paying you is anywhere from two dollars and 40 cents to about four maybe five dollars sometimes you're lucky if you have like a long distance delivery you might get like ten dollars for it but it's not a lot of money at all when you take into account like that a delivery can take up to an hour and you're only making like four or five dollars from it so I think people think that these companies are paying us hourly or paying us uh, a very sizable base rate, but it's truly not. Mm -hmm. It's pennies. The reason why your delivery fee is 99 cents is because they're paying us $2 and 40 cents through that delivery. Um, and that's, they're making no profit from that when the delivery is small enough and it's short, they're really paying more than they're making in. Um, but we, yeah, well, those tips really are what matter to us the most. Um, and I just, I've had people, I've had dry like customers where i've been like hey did you forget the tip and they've been like no this is your job this is what you chose to do you're gonna have to accept it without a tip sucks to be you like i've had literal customers say that to my face being like how dare you ask me for a tip you accepted this you you know what you're making deal with it yeah no i was that... like yeah i'm allowed to ask turn on the light for me yeah thanks Sorry, we're just getting oh, more right. light in it's here. It's like nighttime there. Well, I'm it's sorry. like six, but like this, I know. I'm like, you are so like well lit over there. Meanwhile, the sun is going, oh, there we go. Yeah, yeah I love how I don't even have a single light on. This is just how bright it is. <laughs> I mean, we started off strong, but we, we, know, we yeah. faded quickly. Yeah. <laughs> I did. I, I literally saw the, the shadow of yeah. your um, lights cross your face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Like, okay. You're supposed to see me like adjust because like... of the, the light. Yeah. Because this. And you're, I didn't even see you moving that much because it was. The so... window is oh, right. west facing. So, yeah, the sun was setting yeah. right there. But, oh, yeah. okay. Got it. Yeah. Yeah, she's she's somewhere above my building right now. I don't see the sun. Um, <laughs> but yeah, delivery drivers out. That's definitely the most biggest misconception. We make more than we actually do. Um, it doesn't help when TikTokers 
uh, even me, I'm guilty of this, will go on the app and be like, oh my God, I made like $40 for this delivery. It was so easy. It was so quick. I, like, I got paid $10. I think one of my most popular videos on my Jasmine Drives channel is um, the quickest delivery of my life, where I literally picked up McDonald's from the McDonald's drive through window and then handed it to the lady. Oh, yeah, yeah. I saw that one. No mm-hmm. way. Yeah. Yeah, because McDonald's in the city is fucking corrupt. They don't allow people to walk into the lobbies after um, like 10 p.m. until okay. 6 a.m. Um, and they have these like little anti, it's basically that whole anti homeless thing where they don't want anybody coming in and lingering in yeah. their, um, you know, their rented places. Um, and it's just, it, it cuts out the need for having a 24 hour security guard but you still have the same amount of staff on. Like you still have five people on and you're still paying for all this space and you're still paying for heating and AC. Just let the customers come in. But because you can't come in and pay and they don't have any pay terminal at those windows, customers have no fucking option. Unless you have the McDonald's app on your phone, connected to your bank account or your credit card, your debit card, and you order through there for takeout pickup. Yeah. Yeah. Then you're fucked. Otherwise you're fucked. And um, so this lady only had like Uber Eats credits um so she literally had to set the delivery address as the address of the mcdonald's that's crazy and she was just hoping that no delivery driver would get assigned to it but you know obviously a delivery driver is going to get assigned no matter what mm-hmm. and i just had to for the formalities of it had to stand there at the fucking window take the food from the guy who works at mcdonald's and hand it to her and i was like here you go and she still tipped me oh, like she nice. still tipped yeah, me yeah that's nice yeah yeah no, I definitely. Like, I don't mind. I I feel like it's just like courtesy to tip, and like I feel like I'll tip more if it's um like the later at night it is because I know it's yeah. like not as convenient. Yeah. I mean, I I feel like I still tip like generously in the day, but like I don't know. I feel bad when it's like late at night. Like the other day, I had no food and I hadn't eaten all day, and it was like two a.m. and I ordered. I think it was like A and W, and I'm like, no, I'm gonna tip extra, extra because, because I'm like, A&W is the worst. You don't like, like it? Any fast food establishment just treats drivers really badly. Like, oh, but like my that. most, my most, the most issues that I've ever had at a fast food establishment as a delivery driver have been A&W. Really? Like, they consistently take the longest. They are consistently the rudest. Like, McDonald's is bad because they'll make you sit there for 30 minutes and just not talk to you. Yeah. But A&W, <laughs> they will, like, go out of their way to be like, your mom was a hoe. Like, it's literally, <laughs> like, they are mean. They are vicious. I had one guy because uh, they A&W charges customers 25 cents for a takeout bag like all the restaurants in vancouver do it's this really weird dumb tax that we have the okay. money doesn't go to anybody but the business but yeah. for every single takeout bag and every single cup you have to pay 25 cents from fast food restaurant any restaurant whatsoever oh, um okay. and so customers are forced to pay 25 cents for for a bag which means those nice cardboard delivery bags that mm. aw and mcdonald's have for mm-hmm. their you know delivery services well this one aw that i go to all the time to do uh, pickups from they for some reason refuse to use those bags they have them all sitting there but it's just the extra added you know having to open up the bag and put everything in there correctly and seal up the bag correctly just too hard for these guys to make even though at that location it's 20 dollars an hour minimum there um but it's just too much work for them to do and they would just hand me like a drink with literally sometimes no lid on it. They would expect me to go over to the fountain drinks That's and crazy. put a lid on it. No. Um, and they would hand me like just the same fucking bag they give you a customer. They just put like a tiny piece of tape on it. It's a tiny little piece of tape. Not even one of their sealed fresh stickers. No. Like a 
clear piece of tape and I would like grab it and the tape would just come undone oh, and I'd be like oh shit. hey look at that I just got free food but yeah. I like want, like literally this one AW I went to I just I asked him I was like oh hey can you put this in the delivery bag you're handing me two separate orders here there's no indication of whose order it is can you please put them in the actual proper delivery bags mm-hmm. supposed to put them in um and he's like yeah sure okay proceeds to give me two thumbs downs on the app one for each order and I look at my Uber rating and I'm like, why the fuck did it go from 100% to 94? I was like, so bad. Yeah, for what? And I literally came back the next day and I looked at him and I said, did you really give me a fucking thumbs down for asking for me to use the correct delivery bags? And the guy's like, you were rude. I'm like, rude how? I asked you pretty please. And he's like, you should do your own job and let me do my own job. But you and were like, I'm just trying job, to. <laughs> I was trying to do my literally, job. Literally. And so I literally pulled out a $5 bill and like, I mean, I'm banned from that location now, so I can talk about this. But uh, if you're in Vancouver, don't go to the Granville Street uh, A&W because they will actually be rude to you. Um, also, they never wear their masks or their gloves when they're cooking. But um, I pulled out $5 and I, I literally, like, after this guy said that, like, he admitted to doing it. Pulled out five bucks. And I'm like, okay, whatever, fair game. Can I get um just like a, like two large uh, drinks, please? And he's like, sure. Hands me the two cups, you know, keeps the $5. I go over, I fill up, like, one filled with Sprite, one filled with Coca-Cola, go, turn, and, and, you know, the founder drinks are right next to the front counter. Mm -hmm. Guy is still standing there. I feel like I know where this is going. (laughs) Filled up drinks, turn, oh, oops, fully spilled two large sodas all over the fucking front counter, (laughs) all over it spilling off cascading off the side of the counter onto all of their fucking paper products that are hidden under the desk yeah, the counter. Yeah. and i'm like oh my god i'm so sorry oh i fucked up i'm so sorry i'm i'm gonna get out of your hair let me just go fill these up really quickly and then i'll, <laughs> I'll just, let you I'll do your job yeah. go. i did it a second time and i ran <laughs> I literally <laughs> Literally, I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I just really need to go. I need to just get this drink. I just need to, oh my God, okay. I have drinks. Oh, fucking hell, I did it again. Oh, shit. I am so sorry. And this guy is screaming, get the fuck out of here, you fucking bitch. You fucking hell. Like, he's screaming at me. I would have loved and to I'm see like, that. Oh, yeah. And I literally just like, thumbs down. You're rude. You're being rude. <laughs> and, like, just giving him the finger as I walk out. And people are literally like, like looking at me like I'm fucking insane. Like somebody was filming and I was like, I was like, believe me, if you knew the context, this was completely justified. <laughs> I'm like, cause honestly, cause you're Uber rating. When you give your driver like a thumbs down rating, like that fucking affects their ability to do their job. Yeah. Yeah. If your rating goes below 80%, they actually will kick you off the app entirely. Like below 80. Wow. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's bad. I mean, that being said, you'd have to have 20 people out of a hundred deliveries say you were shit. Which mm-hmm. probably means but... you might've been shit. <laughs> yeah but like yeah but it's it's sometimes you just get really unlucky and there was for the longest time doordash didn't ask um how was your driver and how was your delivery and how was your food they would just ask or they instead of separating that they would just ask please rate your delivery mm. from one to five mm-hmm. what it was was literally just you rating your driver's ability to do their job what because they use the term delivery, people assume that it was just one collective thing, uh, being like, yeah. oh, the delivery driver, the food, the yeah, whatever, yeah. and, you know, you're going to pinpoint whatever matters the most to you. Yeah. Not realizing you were directly, you know, affecting your driver. Yeah, and no, I love when they the separate the... the... Yeah. yeah, no, I love when they separate oh, yeah. the driver's rating from the food restaurant. and the restaurant. Yeah. yeah, because, I mean, that's important. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah, and that's it's, it's too bad that they, for the longest time, didn't, because... 
especially during the beginning of the pandemic when shit was really hitting the fan. Restaurants were forgetting food left, right, and center oh, slash supply sure. chain issues. Mm-hmm. So they just weren't able to include certain items in the meals. And like McDonald's was so notorious for this. Yep. They would like not have any apple pies. McDonald's any is cream, notorious for that on a thing. good day, pandemic aside. McDonald's right? is just a mess. <laughs> right? So yeah. Right. So people were like receiving their like half meals and they'd have to be like, no, actually one star, my delivery was horrible. It didn't have half the items in there. I want a refund. They were actually just giving me a one star and my like my DoorDash rating just plummeted. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go over to Uber where at least they are smart enough to ask you to rate your driver. And then mm-hmm. yeah. um, did you hear about or both of you? Um, This was a couple months ago now and it was somewhere in the States. I can't remember where, but it was a restaurant that was doing um like some sort of like charity thing. So on top of your order, you could donate and it was, it went to a good cause. And this guy came in, it wasn't um like, he wasn't a delivery driver or anything. I think he ordered his own. It was for him, for him, but he goes in um, and he actually gave a tip slash donation of $3,000. And they were like, Oh my gosh, like you were so wonderful. This is amazing. Blah, blah, blah. And I, they made a big deal about it. And, you know, they posted about him on his, on their social media. And then he, um, a couple days later, um, I guess like, like had the bank like reverse the charges and said like, I didn't charge back. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, charge back. That's what it's called. Yeah. And like the restaurant is just like, what the hell? And it made news because it's called tip baiting where like you, Mm. you like make people think, I mean, in this case, again, it wasn't a delivery driver, but Jasmine, you know, like it's very common where people will um, make it seem like they're getting like a bigger tip and then Mm -hmm. either reduce it or take it away completely. So the thing about tip baiting is, I don't know what that guy did with tip baiting. Because, like, that wasn't a tip. That was a charitable donation that he was, like, actually... Like, I feel like what happened is he realized, oh, this company is... And this is, like, the realization for most people. Like, so just in case you didn't know this already, if you go to a grocery store Mm -hmm. or a restaurant and they are like, hey, do you want to donate money to, you know, Children's Hospital, Miracle Network, whatever it is, what you're actually doing when you add that money to that donation, um, yes, the money is going to the kids and to the charity, but it's also a tax write-off. Yep. Because now it's cumul- it's all accumulated, and that money that the customers have donated to go to the children's hospital, it's actually all being claimed as one massive donation from that store. Yeah. So the store can now mark off 20, 20 $30 million yeah. dollars worth of yeah. donations. Mm-hmm. Walmart's notorious for this. Yep. McDonald's is also notorious for this, for the Ronald McDonald Foundation. Um, and at least that foundation does help kids, though. But, like, yeah. whatever Walmart supports... I feel like they just rarely help because I never hear anything about like the miracle network making miracles happen. Um, but yeah, so a lot of people will do uh tip base, but I feel like that's what, ha- in that situation, I feel like that's what actually happened was that he realized this Maybe. business is fully going to use this as a tax write-off. I'm going to do a charge. You know what? The last couple of years I stopped doing that because I realized that I went, once I found out that I'm like, Oh, they're writing it off for their taxes. Meanwhile, I don't get to do that. If I want to make a donation, I'll just do it. On my own, I'll just donate yeah. directly to said charity, and then you write it off on your own taxes. And exactly. You're, you're equal. Yeah. So like, I feel yeah. bad when like, do you want to donate to to sick children? And I'm just like, no, thank you, not today. <laughs> like, I feel bad, but I'm like, oh, no, I, like I'm not. I am always. Oh, I know, but I'm so mean about it too. Like, I like, I, I'm like, I'm just like, and <laughs> give you guys a bigger tax write off. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, I will always respond like that is my full response now, and the cashiers are always just like, uh huh. Okay. Um, but yeah, I know tip baiting, tip baiting is kind of what this guy did. Um, I've noticed it a lot recently, especially in Uber. Uber in Canada um, allows you to change your tip 
after the delivery is made, which I personally think is a good idea. I think that you should have the ability to increase or decrease your tip based off of how your delivery was. But it became a pretty consistent thing where because drivers are shown um, the estimates in advance with the tip included, they don't show the drivers the bare minimum that they're guaranteed to make. So drivers are taking these like 20 kilometer long deliveries that are going to take them a full hour because they're under the impression they're going to make $30 for that delivery. But then they find out it was a $10 base rate. The customer pulled their $20 tip and you end up getting fucked over yeah. is really what happens. And it's been like this for almost a year now since Uber made that massive change where they were showing the tip estimates in advance. Um, DoorDash, you can't change your tip after. Um, you literally are locked into the tip. You have to tip in advance on DoorDash. And only like three different cities in North America have the beta program right now where you can adjust your tip after a delivery is made. Um, skip the dishes in Canada. You tip in advance. Can't tip after. Yeah. And I like that from a driver's perspective because then I know exactly how much I'm going to make. The transparency is there and I am I know what I'm getting myself into. Mm -hmm. But with Uber, it's such a fucking toss-up and it sucks because of all three apps, Uber is easily the better one um, for drivers, that is. Uh, also for customers, honestly, the buy one, get one deals on Uber, the delivery fees, yeah. Uber One, like it's actually a much better for the customers as well as the drivers. It's just that one thing, the fact that I never know how much I'm actually going to make. Yeah. And then it, it's almost terrifying sometimes to accept the delivery and it's $20. And then once you finish the delivery, the guaranteed base rate that you're going to make all of a sudden appears and it's like $4. And I'm just oh sitting there like, God. oh my God, I have to wait two hours for them to confirm their tip. I have to sit here for the next two hours and hope to God that they don't change their tip and reduce it and that the $16 tip will come through and then that delivery will actually have been $20 and not just yeah. four bucks. No, um, that's, that's so yeah, it's, it's, I can't it's, imagine like <laughs> the anxiety that gives you sometimes because you're just like, you know, I'm banking on this. Yeah. Yeah, literally. And when when gas is, you know, two fifty a liter, yeah, no, you're fucking. Oh, you're yeah. You're I mean, think about gas prices and stuff too. Yeah, because like there's a lot of expenses that I think a lot of people don't think about. There's the gas, but there's also like insurance, maintenance for your car, mm -hmm. winter tires in the winter. Like, you know, there's just a lot that goes into it. Yeah. So yeah. it's not as simple so, like, as people may not think including yeah like exactly and not including the cost of tires the calculations for my car are on gas alone i spend 10 cents per kilometer uh on gasoline and i have a fucking hybrid so imagine <laughs> what it's like in a normal car yeah but on top of that when you take into account car payments insurance um and maintenance per year rounded up it's actually 33 cents 33 cents per kilometer i spend um and that's on the oh, low end yeah. in reality if you take into account the cost of like new tires every two years um and then having to make sure you have winters um because in vancouver we need winter ice tires because our temperature is just for the winter season here it's three degrees to minus 10 and it just fluctuates back and forth and because it fluctuates that we just have iced over roads that's why when we have those major snowstorms and everybody's like, ah, Vancouverites are so dumb. It's because we have just ice-covered streets. Ice, we don't yeah. have snow. It's just, it's slush on top of a bed of ice. So cars are just sliding. Also, Vancouver is very mountainous. So mm -hmm. that's why we would go through so much salt, which is why when we went through five years of salt in a literal season, I was like, yeah, that's to be expected. Yeah, we yeah. should realistically, that's how much salt we should have for every season because we keep on doing this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's it could be anywhere upwards of like forty cents a kilometer that you're spending on your your vehicle just to do a delivery. So at that point, 
you know, you better be asking, you better be hoping it's like $2 a kilometer when you accept these deliveries. Yeah. Yeah. Transparency would be, would be nice, but we're not always going to get that with Uber. I mean, hopefully they, they switch that. Cause I mean, I don't, I don't think that they should be showing the tip as part of like making it seem like that's just like what's guaranteed to you guys. I feel like that's a little misleading, you know, Literally. especially for like really a newer is. driver. Yeah. They're like, Oh, I'm going to make this and this. Yeah. And you're just like, mm, no, like I can see if they're like, yeah. you could make up to this. Like if I think just specifying, that's all I need to do. Yeah. All I need is guaranteed base rate, $10 or whatever it is. Um, estimated customer tip X amount, but yeah. it needs to be small. Font, yeah. Right? Yeah. Cause <laughs> You know, I'll take the risk. If I could see that and I know that I'm guaranteed, like, okay, this delivery is going to take me 20 minutes. That's $10. I'll take the risk. Yeah. I'll take the risk. But if it's, if you're telling me this one hour long delivery will make you $40 and I'm like, oh, I really need that $40. But also, do I really want to risk it? Like, mm-hmm. it depends on how desperate you are. It's yeah. really what it comes down to. Yeah. Lately, desperate. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let me ask you, as a delivery driver yourself, have you ever hooked up with someone that you were delivering to? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no hesitation. <laughs> Has it been um, the other way around? Have you been getting a delivery? Yeah. <laughs> okay, do Mama, do share. I'm a whore. <laughs> Hi, my name is Jasmine. I'm a couple of my day. Delivery driver by night. Um, but uh, sorry, wait, I said that backwards. <laughs> I'm a delivery driver by day, come slut by night. Um, but uh, yeah, it's uh, okay. So. As a delivery driver, I have hooked up with many a customer. Um, my biggest thing, and I've talked about this in a couple of videos, but like haven't gone into much detail about it because I theoretically could still get disbarred from an app. But um, when the pandemic first hit, I had been regularly working um, like food delivery apps out at University of British Columbia, which for those who have not been to Vancouver, UBC is its own city. They have this massive amount of land. They have their own little municipal government, their own police, fire station, by law enforcement. Oh, wow. um, that's because they are, they have this huge amount of land bought just next to a reservation. I um, mean, it's technically still res land, but it's being rented out by the university. Mm. Um, okay. So uh, when pandemic, when the pandemic hit, because that's such a far area to deliver to and nobody really wants to go to the university to deliver, they were offering delivery incentives. So when the lockdowns happened, all the international students were shipped back to their homes back in, you know, whatever country they came from. Mm -hmm. And then it was the locals or the Canadians who were given the options. Like, well, I mean, you can stay in your dorms. If you don't have any other option, if you can't go home, we'll let you stay in your dorms because you paid for it. You paid to be here. Um, But any international students cannot be here because their countries are, you know, putting in sanctions yeah. and forcing everybody to return. Um, so that left, you know, a campus that usually houses like 40,000 people with like two, 3,000 people. Um, and that means that these guys who used to live in like frat houses that had like 10 or 15 guys in them, they were now alone in these massive frat houses and these massive apartments that were usually shared by four people. So, and then you also, at the, the time when the pandemic first hit, the university put a full blockade on leaving your unit. You could not leave your unit. You had to order delivery for food, for groceries, for any type of mail. You could not leave campus at all. You were all quarantined. So I just so happened to have been doing deliveries there consistently for a while. I had been always really friendly to the guys that I was delivering. This was also before um, leave at door, take a picture. Like right. you were knocking on doors and handing it to people. Mm-hmm. This was also when the pandemic first hit. So masks weren't really a full thing mm-hmm. yet. Right. Like people were just just people were like hand sanitizer like we didn't realize how viral the infection was yeah 
um, airborne that was. Uh, and so I'd already had like a relationship with some of these consistent customers. Um, and then one night I had ordered, like when the pandemic first hit, I ordered a sweater that said quarantine and chill in the Netflix logo mm-hmm. style. It was like a bright red shirt, quarantine and chill. It was so fucking funny. It was so cute. People <laughs> love the sweater. I wore it every night when I was doing deliveries. Um, and a few nights in, maybe a week in to like the, 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 the me doing deliveries during the pandemic, when the quarantine was in full effect and everybody was really starting to realize, oh, this is real. This is real, real. Um, I did a delivery to a guy. I was wearing that sweater. He opens the door. He's a really cute guy. And he was looking at me and he's just like, <laughs> that's a funny shirt. And I'm like, yeah, I love it. Quarantine and chill. It's kind of like Netflix and chill. You know what I mean? <laughs> and he, he's, he's just like, yeah, you, um, you busy right now? You want to maybe Netflix and chill? And I'm like, I like literally looked at my clock and I'm like, look, I need to make money. Like I need to capitalize off of the money that I'm making for this. I need to pay, you know, save up money. I need to make brand. We don't know what's going to happen in the future. So Mm -hmm. I need to make as much as possible. And he's just like, well, maybe I can help you out a little and you help me out a little. And I'm like, sure. So dude literally pulled out like all the cash that he had remaining in his wallet, which was like $46 and 22 cents. And I I was like, (laughs) I like, like holding these crumpled up fives and the the dimes and the nickels. And I'm like, I'll suck your dick for this. He's like, bet. And so I literally, like, you know, went to his bedroom, got on my knees, blew him. And I'm like, you should uh, order delivery again sometime. So literally the next time, like next night, like clockwork, he orders again. I just so happen to be assigned. There's only like five drivers working. So mm-hmm. you were bound to get one of us. Um, and I showed up again. And he's like, hey, you uh, want to do that again? And I'm like, didn't you give me all of your cash last night? He's like, I'll send you 50 e-transfer, like right now. I'm like, it has to be right now. I have auto deposit on. I want to see that money come into my account. And so he did it. And then I guess he told one of his guy friends who started ordering on the app that I was working for. I showed up and he's like, hey, um, you know, um, um, let's say John. You know John. Um, uh, John uh, told me about you. Um, I think you could maybe come in and help me out. Um, I, I have some cash here. <laughs> I'm like, okay. And... <laughs> It started becoming like a little consistent thing where I, uh, guys were just ordering referrals, like referrals are everything. <laughs> literally what it was. They had, I swear to God, they had a fucking group chat or something where they were like, she's online. <laughs> Cause like the second that I would come and start go online and start doing deliveries, all of a sudden the orders would go from like a quarter pounder meal with a milkshake to like three sauce packets and a Coke. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I, I'd like, I'd literally show up at the door like, hi, here's your sweet and sour sauce. We can like a blowjob with that. Like, <laughs> it literally got to the point where I was like, and I felt so, because I was literally, I was still dating somebody at that time. I, I felt so bad, but we had a clause in our relationship agreement that mm-hmm. was, I can go fuck around so long as I'm getting paid for it. Yeah. Um, which by the way, always, if you're going to get in a relationship with somebody, Get them to say in advance, yeah, you can continue sex work. Like, if it's yeah. a job, if you're actually making money, mm-hmm. it's fine. Because I didn't have to discuss it with my boyfriend at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, he still doesn't know that I was doing that. But I was, like, literally, like, he, he like, once saw me checking my bank account. He's like, how the fuck do you have 5000 in your account already? Like, he'd been working for a month. And I'm like, I don't know. Just, <laughs> work, you know, I guess. I'm just going to do deliveries. People, people like to tip me a lot. People love to tip me. It tips me good lately. People feel pity. <laughs> Believe he knew what type of tips they were. Um, but yeah, it was uh, that was that thing. And then, um, yeah, I did that as a delivery driver. And then as a delivery customer, I have blown a few of my drivers now. <laughs> like, 
Every time I order delivery now, if it's in the middle of the night and the guy looks like decently attractive, I will absolutely open the door and I'll be like, you must be so tired. You want to like come in. I, I can think of something that would really relax you. What was, um, what was the line that you said um, when we were talking about the teacher? The one that has like, it sounds straight oh, out of porn. That must really hurt. Yeah, oh, that yeah, must really hurt. hurt. Yeah. <laughs> I love but yeah, you'd be surprised how many delivery guys are just willing to just drop everything, just come in and just like. Uh, I, I believe it. I 100 believe right? it. <laughs> You're like, I'll drop I'm everything. Surprised. I'm not even a delivery driver. <laughs> <laughs> I'm more surprised at the guys who say no. Like, there was one guy who was like, "Oh, I have a girlfriend." I'm like, "Okay, that's no problem." But like, I had one a guy the other day who said no, and then he was waiting in my hallway, waiting for the elevator, and I just looked at the peephole and I could just see him standing there, like really awkwardly tapping his foot. Then I messaged him on the Uber app, and I'm like, "Are, Are you sure?" sure? Yep. And then I just literally like see him like look at his phone, look at my door, look back at his phone, and he's just like, mm, weighs his options, and he just messages me, okay, open the door. It's <laughs> like okay, cool. I was like, he tried, yeah. he tried to be I strong. Did, he he did. gave it to him. It, it is hot. That. It is so unbearably hot when they do that because I'm like, yeah, this is this is what I'm really like. This turns me on. The idea of it just being a full fucking stranger, yeah. like. I mean, obviously, you have to have that really awkward, like, first, like, minute-long conversation of, like, hey, I just want to make sure safety is involved here. And then you, like, really quickly, like, run down the list of, like, okay, like, da-da-da-da-da-da, when was your last test? When was the last time you had to hook up? Like, oh, you just moved to this country three days ago? Um, you have to get medical tests to do that, right, sir? He's like, <laughs> yeah, I clean bill of health before I got uh, immigrated. And I'm like, when was your last sexual experience? And they're always just, like, literally the day before I left. Literally. And I'm like, was she a whore? No, it was my girlfriend. My girlfriend of 15 years. I love her so much. Like, okay, cool. Okay, cool. <laughs> hey, drop a load in. We're good. I know that bitch ain't whoring around. It's in me. Like, you're good. Um, but yeah, no, absolutely. We'll do again. Have done before. And we'll continue. Yeah, I've even yeah. had, I've even had guys um, who were like friends with benefits who would make me wear my Uber Eats delivery outfit because I have like an actual proper like Uber delivery outfit mm -hmm. oh, okay. and they would make me show up with food uh, played out the full scenario as if it was legit. Mm -hmm. I'm like, sir, you're paying me for this. Yeah. But okay, go <laughs> no problem. Yeah. Hey, you gotta, gotta live the full, the full fantasy, the full role play, yeah. uniform and Literally. everything. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Des, I think now's a great time to do the question of the day. Yeah. 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 Okay, so um, Jasmine, we would love to have you answer a question of the day as well. Um, the question of the day today is, when was the last time you surprised yourself? Um, Jasmine, since you're the guest, would you like to start? No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't mind I starting. I this one. Y'all gotta answer first. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, okay. I, does, does um, I surprised myself last night. Um, I'm not a talker when it comes to sex. Like I don't, I don't make noise. I don't make sound. Like I, I don't. You were moaning last night. <laughs> I was moaning. I was talking. I'm like, suck this dick because it's yours. I'm saying some shit and she's going crazy. And I'm like, mm, ah, oh yeah, right there. And I'm just talking some shit. And when we were done, I was like, I'm so disgusted in myself. And she's like, that was so sexy. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Who am I? No. But I, I was surprised that I actually did it because while I was doing it, I was thinking about it. And I was like, Des, don't think about it. Just do it. Yeah, just Because be in the you know she likes it. Just do it. And the more I talked and made noise, and like she's always told me, like she wants me to make noise so she knows it feels good. 
because when I I naturally mm-hmm. exactly. don't, she's just guessing and just doing random shit. So me making noise, I guess helped her help me. So yeah, I surprised myself because <laughs> I didn't like I didn't stop. Normally I'd say two words. Oh yeah, just like that. And then I stopped talking. <laughs> I I hope you don't say it like that. <laughs> you don't like that voice. I, that's that's oh, all really? nightmares I've made up. Like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I fully had guys like Mario level high voice. I'm like please don't. The most coming in your ass. The most I usually do is like if I come sometimes like if I'm getting head and I'm gonna come. I, I, fuck is my word. Like, I'll be like, fuck. <laughs> kind of like what, what uh, the hormone monster on Big Mouth does. Yeah, yeah, that's me. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> and like, if like I'm coming in somebody, I, I don't make a sound, nothing. Ew. And sometimes they have to ask like, I feel like it's like breaking and you? entering. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, did you come? And I'm like, mm-hmm. And they're like, seriously? And I'm like, mm-hmm. No, you need to make so- like I, I, knock knock. Like I always found it weird. No, like yeah, you gotta be loud. You gotta be loud. What, I don't proud. know. It's so weird. Ah, oh, when oh. guys make noise, I'm like, shut up. Wait, so if were you they, able oh, to get no, in? If they're not making noise, I'm mad. Like you've <laughs> you don't need to be like screaming, but you need to, you know. I, I make zero sounds. Zero. Wait, so last night was enjoyable for you? It was though. very enjoyable. So you were it able usually, to like get into it. It usually is enjoyable. No, I mean with the, oh, with the with noise. Oh, with the talking? Yeah. No, God, it was it wasn't enjoyable talking, but I knew she wanted it. Oh, so it didn't do anything for you at all? No, no, oh. not at all. It annoyed me that I'm talking, but so be it. Maybe just like the advice we gave Charles, you need to just do it more and get into it and try it more. I will. I will try <laughs> to. That's what I'm trying to do. Um, because like I said, she said I take so long to come. And she feels bad because, like, when she's done, she's like, I can't. Like, I'm sorry. I'm tired. I'm like, yeah, just go roll over. Go to sleep. I'll watch The Office. Don't worry. And then we'll try again tomorrow and I still won't come. And she's just like, okay, now I know it's me. And I'm like, it's not you. It's, it's not you at all. It's me. I, I practiced growing up, like, as a guy, the last thing you wanted to do was a girl laugh at you because you come quick. So that was a mental thing for me not to come. So now I'm just like, I don't know what to tell you. You're going to have to really do some shit. So, yeah, yeah. And like blue balls is not a thing for me. So if I don't come, I'm just like, okay, carry on with my day. Yeah. You see, I can't because if I got blue balls, I'm like, I need to get, I just, (laughs) I need to be a fire extinguisher. Like I need to let it out. (laughs) No, no, absolutely not. (laughs) I feel like the last time I surprised myself was this is that was the question, right? Yeah. Yeah. This is like maybe two weeks ago or was it a week? I think I can't remember if I sent you a screenshot. It was someone who messaged me something and I was like and I was like, um, something to the extent of like, this is why I can't stand men or something. Right. And like I'm proud of myself because I've become more assertive with like saying how I feel with guys because the problem with me is that I care about like hurting people's feelings, even when like sometimes people need their feelings hurt, you know. Um, and this is someone who like I've told no to several times. He's ha- like a lot of obscure sexual requests, and I'm just like no. But it's weird, like you don't want to cut this person out because I've known this person literally since I was eleven, I think. So like we went, yeah, you know, it's like an old friend, and like we reconnected, and he's just been like 
sit on my face, do this, do that, like suffocate me with your ass. And I'm like, I just. <laughs> Jasmine's like, hello, I will. <laughs> no, no, okay. Jasmine, tell oh, me. No, I'm just like, I'm like, that's a little forward, sir. That's a little forward. <laughs> it is, considering like we're not talking about anything. So what happened the other day is he sent me, um, it was like a thing of like baby uh, Groot. Mm-hmm. being like upset and he was like oh i feel like this is you and you're mad at me and then it was like a clip of like thanos he's like oh but he's because he's like a really like big tall guy and he was like oh i feel like this is me and i was like okay ha 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 lol first of all he messaged me on facebook that just to give you <laughs> like <laughs> like who yeah right because i was like what the fuck is this notification no. and i was like no, hell no <laughs> i was like okay lol and and then he was like and no i was like I think I said why, and he was like, oh, like, I don't know. And I was like, I've never been mad at you in that way. Like, I don't know. It was just, like, random. He's like, yeah, it just made me think of you. And I was like, okay, cool. End of the conversation. And he was like, yeah, well, you know, because you won't let, you you don't want to sit on my face. And I think that's what I screenshot yeah, and sent you. Yeah. It was just so random. And it's just like, no, I told you no once. Like, just, just stop. And, like, I was proud of myself because normally I'd be like, mm-hmm, yeah, you know. Like, I don't know. I don't want to hurt people's feelings, but sometimes it's just like, leave me alone, sir. Yep. Like, Tell me if I'm crazy. This man wants, like, me to sit on his face, but, like, full weight. Like, you know, like, when you sit on someone's face, like, you hold your body weight a little bit. He's just, like, no, like, legs up. Not Like, I feel like that's crazy. I feel like that's, like, and how... And this is not, like, eating out, sitting on face. Oh, this no, 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 no. Like, pants on. Just sit on my face, mm-hmm. suffocate me kind of thing. I'm, like, I'm not trying to go to jail, sir. No. No. <laughs> so, I was proud of myself. I, you know... I, I stood my ground on that one. I don't know how to react to that. <laughs> <laughs> the idea of like just having someone sit on a face and you just cannot breathe. He like, loves it. Loves it. And I'm like, listen, yeah, I'm not kink shaming like to each his own, but like I don't want to be on. <laughs> I am too. <laughs> I, I feel like I feel like Charles. I'm like I'm not. I'm not there. <laughs> yeah, I'm like I don't I don't know how to ease into this with you because when he first said sit on my face, I thought of it like everyone else does, right? And I'm like, oh okay. And then he was just like, oh like, close the, uh, your pants don't even need to be off. And I was like, okay. And he was like, yeah. And then I'm like, sorry, what? he's like full weight, like sit on my face, put your legs like over my like chest and like torso and like just like legs off. And I was like, um, yeah, mm, I'm not I'm not trying to catch a charge. <laughs> No, I no, nah, I've never even had a guy. I've had guys be like shit in my face, piss in my face, like just, like fart in my face. Like I've never had like suffocate me with your body weight. Yeah, I no. And he's been like, oh, like, I had an ex and she did that before. I'm like, good. So call her up, not me. <laughs> yeah, I've also had like the use me as a human toilet request. Those are just weird. But like those are like random people that I don't know. Like this is like a but friend. But they pay well. <laughs> you know what? The guy actually he did offer to pay me, but I was just like. Like I said, it was just me. Like I was just like, I don't know. Take the money. I was like, how do I lived experience? (laughs) Take the money and a dump. (laughs) No, but he he was like, he was like, if you're on your period, it doesn't matter. Like I'll, I'll I'll lick it up. I'll lick you clean. I was like, (laughs) (laughs) wait. I think that was the fucking episode that I watched with huge fucking idiot. Where he was, he was like disgusting. If you're on your period, don't fucking get near me. I hate that. And one of the episodes that he just went on and on and on for ten fucking minutes about I refuse to do anything. I'm not gonna put a finger in there. I'm not gonna put a fucking dick in there. No, no, no. You get a ten foot pole. You stay and like you were literally like, but you know, a period can last for a week. I don't give a fuck. You're not getting fucked for a week. Nothing. I'm not getting near you for a week. I love you, the different voices she does. <laughs> 
me. She's like, oh, I, I, yours is always so <laughs> soft and nice. I swear, he, he also had such a whitewashed voice that the first time that he said the N-word, I was like, hold on. This is so 2019. <laughs> like, this is an audio podcast for a reason, but now I have to just assume this man's black. Is this allowed? Is this allowed? Yeah. I'm like, we're from the Caribbean. It's fine. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, um, I just, I, so like, I guess if we're staying sexual, the thing that surprised me the most recently um, was that I can go a surprising amount of time with a dick down my throat. Um, I hooked up with one of the biggest, if not the biggest guy that I've ever been with. Um, he is a six foot eight uh, Australian oh, rugby Christ. player who's in town. Oh, damn. Um, and when he sent me the dick pic, I was like, whoa, that's a big dick. But then when you take into account, he's six foot eight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this thing fully extended past the belly button. I was oh. like, I was like, hold the fuck up. Is this, is this a baby arm? Is this a fucking baby arm? <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, shit. Like I wanna I wanna show you the fucking picture because it's the most <laughs> insane fucking picture ever. He's like crouched down, he takes a fucking selfie, and I'm just like, that is actually a third leg. But yeah, he comes over and he's like, It's fine. Most people can't give me head. Most people their mouths are too small because the thing was thick too. And I was just like good for him. Fuck it. I, I'm trying it. I'm trying it. I'm like, I'm like, there's gonna be a lot of gagging. You're gonna I'm gonna look uncomfortable. Yeah. I'm gonna be gasping for air. I might even vomit, but if I do, I'm going to do it, you know, like away from you. I'm like, but I just need to know that I, I just need to try this. Like, I, I don't think I'll ever be with a guy that that's, that is that big. Like, and I was just blown away. He was just like, yeah, yeah. Okay, sure. Go for it. Go for it. And I was just, yeah, I was trying it. I, it was hard. Very, um, but <laughs> I got it down. I got it down. And I just remember like, fully like stuff looking Jesus up at him with Christ. my eyes and just looking at him and he's just like impressed wow, <laughs> wow. all right eh? like it was just, <laughs> he was he was like i was i was waiting waiting for him to say something like crikey like i wanted him to say something <laughs> about the and i was like i take the stingray down my throat in honor of steve Irwin. Um, <laughs> So I was that surprised me that night. I was like, I cannot believe I just did that. Like I literally like he left and I was like, I it hurt. Like my throat fucking hurt. My throat hurts and I, I didn't even do it, okay? No, Hearing me too. your story. Me too. <laughs> oh my god. No, but now that guy, like whatever, somebody's like, What's the face dick you've ever sucked? I literally send that picture now. Like, literally just send that picture to my friends. I'm like, look what I got, but you didn't. <laughs> he likes his trans ass. He doesn't like you. <laughs> And I guess that guy, like, in retrospect, I think that he was, like, under the impression, or maybe he was, like, I think that what he does a lot is he's, like, oh, yeah, I just suck my dick. Um, But if it's too big for you, then, you know, you still have to get me off. So, like, I'll just put it in your ass. Like, I think that's the game that he plays when he hooks up with people because mm. I was getting that vibe. And then when I was actually successfully blowing him, he was, like, he was literally gooped and gagged. Yeah. He, he, he had no fucking clue how to react. The man was, like, he it wasn't even moaning. He was just, like, <laughs> Okay. Like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, sure. And then it, it literally, like, when I finished him off, I was just like, I was like, so how was that? He's like, 
was that your your do you do this a lot <laughs> and i'm like and i'm like if only you knew because this was like a grinder hookup like i don't i was like i was fully just like in the mood to suck a dick that night mm-hmm. and i was like i don't care if i get paid or not and it just so happened to be the biggest thing I've ever seen in my life. And I was like, okay, works for me. And of course it's a white guy. Like, as if they didn't already have half the fucking planet all the behind them. Now they gotta have the biggest dicks too. It's not fair. Shit ain't fair. Hmm, Australians, interesting. Oh, baby. Don't, 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 don't entertain her. What? You don't like pain, so. No, I'm just. <laughs> I'm just saying I've heard I've heard good things about um Irish and Scottish not anymore not well yeah <laughs> I mean size-wise size-wise no yeah oh yeah like yeah the Irish guys they got they, they they can be big they just got you know they don't know how to clean out their haggis um wait that's Scottish, Scottish, yeah, Scottish. <laughs> it truly is an intestine stuffed with guts that's what their dicks look like oh um, my god I can't even imagine Oh gosh! Yeah, I guess it's actually pretty good. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, a haggis dick. No, what is it? Spotted dick. <laughs> yeah. Li- oh god, spotted dick or just cheese dick in general? Like I don't know what it is about. Like, like I just say this though. I have never once been with a black guy who has had a smelly or bad dick at all. Even the ones who are like uncut, yeah. never. White guys so fucking often. I don't get it. It's like hygiene isn't fucking taught to white people. <laughs> Honestly, I don't fucking get it. What I will say, because we have a very mixed audience, and I dare not offend anyone, but I think people of color and them are <laughs> are up. are taught to let's ju- let's just say <laughs> <laughs> no. Let's just say literally every white guy I've dated, I've had to be like. Like when you brush your teeth, do you brush your tongue? Like when you are in the shower, do and 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 one black guy too. But I'm like when you're in the shower, do you like use like a washcloth or a rag, or do you just like use your hand? It's like it's a different level of like I don't know. Every black well except for the one, every black guy I've dated have, have been like no, like I've been taught to do this and this and this. Um, versus every white guy, it's just like what? No, I didn't even know this. I'm like that's why you've had cavities your whole life because you don't brush your tongue and yep. there's bacteria on there, gingivitis, sir. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, like it's like my or I, I literally have an aura brush to go because I'm like if I am on the road and I am in the mood to give head, I will never give head with a tongue that has not been freshly scraped. Like I refuse to, because it's what you're smelling when you're giving head is literally just any junk and gunk that is on your tongue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just smeared across that yeah. dick. So when you're sucking a dick and like and this is for all the dick suckers that are listening to this, if you are sucking a dick and it smells bad, it smells gross, it smells like morning breath. Babe, it's you. Yeah. It's literally you. It's not, it's literally your fault. You need to go get a tongue scraper, scrape the fuck out of that bitch, get a light, not, no peppermint oil or mint oil, mouthwash, mouth rinse that you put in after that to like set it and forget it. And then you go give head. Um, Like I refuse to, yeah, refuse to give head without that. And it's so sad because I have like a full blown blowjob kit now in my car. (laughs) You got the fucking tongue scraper. You've got the extra water bottle that has like a little spout in the top of it so that I can squeeze it to like get all the gunk off the aura brush. Then I have like the very light gentle mint fucking mouthwash just that I now have to refill like every fucking week because <laughs> I have been, yeah, last week, last week was a fucking crazy week for me. I don't know what it was, but I was doing deliveries like far and wide. And I just put on my grinder, like, if you see me in your area and you want head right now, just message me. 
literally just messaged me your address. Like, it was just, it was like a horror week for me. I was like, fuck, <laughs> I don't know what it was. Good for you. I was like, I was just hungry. Yeah, seriously, good for like, you. I mean, hey, it's content at the end of the day, so. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> like, even if it isn't content, it's still like, I'm still content doing it, so yep. it's, it's fine. Content and content. There we go. <laughs> hey. Speaking of content, would you like to let everyone know where they can find you? Yeah, so if you'd like to hear me talk about um, more sex um, and, and <laughs> situations of that matter, me being a whore, uh, you can check me out on TikTok at Jasmine Shits, J-A-Z-M-I-N-E, Shits. It, that's because usually I'm taking a shit while I make these videos. <laughs> no joke, no cap. Um, if you want to see me more in a, a more friendly manner, family-friendly manner, Jasmine Drives on TikTok. Um, on uh, what's it called uh, Instagram, I'm Jasmine Khan, J A Z M N E K H A N. Yeah, did you know that Khan is spelled for Muslims H A N, and then for Jewish people it's A H N? Oh, no, I didn't know that. Learned that. No, I didn't. Yeah, know that. so whenever somebody misspells my name, I'm like, nope, not a Jew. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, on Instagram, it's funny because I just, I haven't, it's funny that you messaged me because I literally haven't made a video in a month. And I like took this like full blown month off to just like recoup after being sick and then like get my shit together um, and also be a whore for a week by the looks of it. Um, but last night I literally like made, uh, I got comments, like five different comments being like, where are you? Are you okay? <laughs> I'm like, babes, follow the Instagram, check it out because that is where I actually am posting like every day to remind people that I am still alive and some yeah. facet. Um, but yeah, and then um, I'm just very excited because right now I'm working on um, the premiere of my OnlyFans, which is not mm -hmm. going to be me sucking dick, surprisingly, but it will be the stories that I share on TikTok, um, just extremely blown up, full detail, as much as I can possibly give you, full episodes. Like, I, my episodes of Jasmine Fox are literally three minutes, and I often leave out so many details. I can't tell the full stories, yeah. but... Um, that's also because of censorship. So mm -hmm. for the OnlyFans, it'll be those same episodes, but the full versions of the stories. And I'm not going to be one of those assholes who like will tell you the full story on TikTok and be like, to see the rest of it, go to my OnlyFans. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I'm you're still going to get the story no matter what, but you're going to get all the nitty gritty dirty yeah. details, maybe a couple of pictures, maybe a couple of videos, who knows what's going to come in there. Um, and it's going to be like professionally done and professionally edited and not me taking a fucking shit while I <laughs> tell the story. Um, and that's going to be, I think it's, Jasmine from TikTok is the OnlyFans account. So it's going to be fun nice. working on the videos because what I need to do is I actually have to refilm all 42 Jasmine Fox episodes full length, which means scripts, editing, yeah, set design, yeah. getting myself looking appropriate and doing all that, editing it all, getting it up. Because the last thing I want is to start an OnlyFans that has nothing on it. I want to make sure that there's a little bit of legacy content for mm -hmm. people. Um, and then there's going to be exclusive stories that are going to be on there. Those are going to be like the really raunchy ones, especially the ones that talk about like sex. Like yeah. there's this one sex work story that I've been wanting to tell so badly for a year now of a woman who had seen that I had self-harm scars on my arm in my sex work post on Leo list. And she was like, I want you to do that to me while you fuck me. Oh, it's yeah. So that's a story. It's, I mean, it's not exactly what ended up happening in the end, but uh, it's, uh, okay. it's one of my favorite, like most fucked up sex work stories that I have that I cannot yeah. wait to post that. That's gonna have to be on OnlyFans. Yeah. I can't even say that on TikTok without no, getting flagged. Exactly. So. Yeah, for yeah. sure. And you said your yeah. OnlyFans is gonna be Jasmine on TikTok. Jasmine from TikTok. Jasmine from TikTok, okay. okay. I, yes, it, it is. And I am <laughs> just gonna make sure, cause I'm pretty sure that's the case. Yeah. And Jasmine is. with a Z everyone. 
It is Jasmine from the Z. Yeah, it's Jasmine from TikTok. Jasmine yep. from TikTok. Um, thank God. It's uh, but I'll be spamming the fuck out of it when I make it. Like literally every video is gonna be like, have you checked out my OnlyFans? Have you checked out my OnlyFans? <laughs> Are we gonna be friends and only friends? And it's gonna be one of those weird situations where people are gonna like probably come to it thinking that I'm like actually sucking dick on camera. And probably. I think that I at some point might. Honestly, like that guy, that huge fucking guy from the other day, I was like at halfway through, I was like, Somebody's man, gotta see this shit, huh? <laughs> yeah. Like all I have is a picture of your dick. I don't have a picture of it next to my head where it literally is longer than my head. So <laughs> let's do that sometime and I, I literally messaged him the other day and i'm like hey so uh you just drop by again sometime except this time during the day and i'll put on a lot of makeup and you'll hold the camera yep <laughs> yep he'll like that like a like a good like yeah. pov shot yep <laughs> yeah here's the hoping here's the hoping then you just see like the entire background because i'll make him film it in front of the fucking window i'll be like look at all the people on the street <laughs> the fucking harry bow gummy candy mascot has been on the fucking street corner just like promoting harry bow gummies for the last month <laughs> and i don't know why but every saturday from like 12 to 4 that motherfuckers across the road from me and i how the amount of times that i've given head and the guy that i'm blowing is like man he just keeps giving candy to kids i'm like <laughs> Give me your kids. Your <laughs> kids should be my candy. Stop worrying about a big mascot. <laughs> but um, but yeah, those those are my socials. I appreciate it. If y'all would follow, it's um, it's gonna be fun. Uh, yeah. I cannot wait to see where my little internet excursion goes in the next couple months because it is gonna really skyrocket when I start consistently pumping out content because I'm getting paid to make the content. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. a huge difference between making content for free and, you know, missing work because I have to refilm a video 10 times fucking over. Um, and I'm just sitting there. And at that point, by the time that I finish that last take of the video, I'm like sweating. My hemorrhoid is mad. Like it, <laughs> it stinks. I like, I have to go have a shower now. I'm like, I don't want to go to work now. I'm hungry. Oh, yeah. I just have my fucking dick for like an hour straight. I want one. Like, <laughs> Like so, I want to talk yeah, about it. I want to be about it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. No. If you are, if you're listening to this the day that it comes out, I mean, any day really. There's probably a new episode of of Jasmine Bucks. I'm putting them out every few days, and I just filmed a new one for tomorrow when this comes out, and there's nice. a little promo in it. So. Oh. Um. Hopefully, everybody jumps on the bandwagon and listen to, listens to this as soon as possible. Yes, definitely. If you're yeah. one of our like people who listen to the episode the day it comes out, please go check her. I mean, no matter when, but like. If you if you listen yeah. <laughs> on the day it comes out, just make sure you go right over. Very much appreciated. Yes. Thank you and so much. Any of my followers, if you're listening, please follow and subscribe. Oh to my god! Podcast, yes. I genuinely love listening to y'all. It's so <laughs> fun. Like, I was I, truly the last two days straight. I've just been listening to y'all. You know I, what? Like, we got on the, we got on the call and I was like, hey, friends. When yeah, you, seriously. When you said you listened, I thought you would have listened to the eating head, uh, eating out versus giving head, because we talked about which one is harder, and your favorite person said eating out is harder. And I was like, nah, I don't think so. Um, yeah, no. Like the thing about, well, actually, no, I, I fully agree with that. Because with a dick, you have a physical reaction and you know if you're doing good because that thing is staying hard. With the vagina, you have no fucking clue what's going on. You have no, like, I mean, yes, it's going to get wet regardless. You're putting your tongue in it. But like, you don't really know if you're doing a bad job, there's nothing to deflate. Like, it, you just don't you, at least you have the physical <laughs> response i think it's one is easier to bring to completion whereas i think one is physically 
I think giving head oh, is like it just God. there's more oh. motion. There's the jaw thing. Like you said, Jasmine, you're doing stuff with your hands. Whereas I think the the argument for eating out being harder was like, oh, like my tongue hurts. Yeah, or, or like yeah. the part where your tongue connects to like the bottom of your mouth. Your like he was like, oh. The web. <laughs> yeah, the web of your tongue. You know yeah, but that's called? not that's not actually what it's called. I don't no. know. But he was like, yeah, like <laughs> look he, at Jasmine. <laughs> he was like, yeah, like that part hurts, and I think that was the. <laughs> Why would that hurt? You you what when if you if you listen much? to the episode, yeah, you'll you'll understand. It's it's earlier. I have to go on. through an entire episode of that dick wad again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. With all due respect to you, I'm so sorry. I will not be going back any earlier than episode 122. Uh, I'm good. I was like, I want to see the last episode that he's on, and I never want to hear him again. Okay, I survived episode 24. That's it. That is it. Oh, my um, God. And you know what? God. Aside from this being an amazing episode, thank you so much for being our first official guest. It's like a yes, that's amazing. And like, Thank we would love to have you honor. back sometime. For yeah. sure, for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, 100%. I'll give you the, the full thing. And then, I mean, hey, I'm probably going to be in Toronto at some point next year. So I'll just drop by. Exactly. Yep, that's all you got to do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Thank you guys for listening. And we will see you next Tuesday.